long time ago. It was. I swear. Hey, it's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. How are you? Uh, enjoy the cold weather while it lasts because it's not going to be there that much longer. Unless you're listening. Like I had people listening on iHeartRadio. Uh, in Michigan yesterday, I was getting emails um, and other places that you have to be out of your flipping mind to live. You really do. It's cold. It's too cold. There's no reason to do that stuff. Anyway, um, there are three things that I think you need to know. Oh, number one. Oh, Johnny boy, John McCain. You want to talk about dumb, you know, people, <laughs> the establishment on both sides. I want to say Trump is just out of his mind, right? Well, John McCain apparently was used because they knew he was just going to be desperate and dumb. Fusion GPS admitted they used John McCain to get the dossier. The fake Russian dossier that has literally just one thing in it that is correct. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, They used him to get that fake Russian dossier to our intelligence. Oh, yeah. They used him. They admitted it. Fool. I mean, seriously, just a flat out fool. It's fantastic. You need to be nicer. Uh, Yeah, sure I do. Sure I do. Uh, Second thing. That I think you need to know. Speaking of that fake Russian dossier, it was reported on by Sarah Carter, who's an excellent reporter, that that fake dossier, she has a whole bunch of people telling her that was used. They, that was used to get a warrant to spy on Trump and his associates. A dossier paid for by Hillary Clinton and the DNC was obtained. You don't think they're all in cahoots? With Obama's FBI and his DOJ? They all work together. Let's get this thing and get some dirt on Trump. We can spy on him and hopefully he can say something crazy. We can make sure he doesn't win. It was you. I mean, are you kidding me? We'll get to that as well. That's a big deal. Third thing I think you need to know. Maybe this is the most important, though. Turned out, uh, turns out the, uh, you know, oh, there's going to be a big lance. Like, I, I get, I actually made the mistake of watching Fox a little bit yesterday and all these, uh, you know, genius reporters who got last year entirely wrong. And they're not even never Trump reporters, but they're just reporters. But they got it wrong last year. They still somehow believe these same polls. Oh, Trump is just toxic in some of these, some of these uh, uh, areas where the Republicans are retiring from Congress. He's just taught the numbers are toxic. That's why they're retiring and blah, 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 blah. Really? Uh, it turns out a Quinnipiac poll has shown that voters' perception of economy is at a record high. Yes. Perceptions of the U.S. economy have reached a record high among voters, according to this Quinnipiac University poll. 66% said they characterize the economy as excellent or good. Quinnipiac said that figure is the highest rating since it began asking the question in 2001. Wow. Now, where it's funny, nearly half of the respondents, 49% say Obama is more responsible for the current economy, while 40% attribute it to Trump. You want to know why? Because the media sucks. I saw a thing real quick. Those are three things I think you need to know. And that it's, it's disturbing, right? Obama may be the biggest asshat in the history of this country when it comes to being president. I, everything he did was just wrong and awful and terrible. Literally made no sense. I blame you for that. Thank you. You voted for him, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the media coverage. Uh, I saw something on Fox today. The network news and all the cable outlets spent something like two hours and 25 minutes 
uh, on in coverage on that Michael Wolf book, Fire and Fury, which mm-hmm. apparently a lot of it is lies, wrong, lies and errors and lies. wrong. Yeah, two hours and twenty five minutes. And do you know how much time they spent on the Dow hitting twenty five thousand combined? Five minutes. So if you want to know why, this is why the media is. It's not just the media is evil. The people that run the media are evil. They're just wrong, and it's it's just terrible. They give you a bad product. It's like serving bad pizza. You don't. You wouldn't go back to a bad pizza place. No, not at all. Bad, you wouldn't go back to a bad Chinese restaurant. Uh, but apparently, people people keep going back to this because I guess they think there's nowhere else they can go. All of a sudden, they want to get a year. Trump's been in there for a year. <laughs> the day after the election, the market went up like two hundred and fifty something points, and it hasn't gone back since because they realized, man, we're going to be unleashed. It's just so dumb. It's just it's beyond. It's just so ignorant. I mean, how how about that? 33% said they uh, view the economy as not so good or poor. Who are those people? A majority of voters, 73%, said they would characterize their own current financial standing as excellent or good. 26% said not so good or poor. Wow. The Quinnipiac University Assistant Poll Director Tim Malloy put out a statement, President Trump can hang his hat on the economy but must share that hat rack with Obama. As two-thirds of the country see the economic picture as excellent or good. That doesn't mean anything. That's perception. I know. know. People don't know how economics even work. I know. I can't even balance my checkbook. Well, there you go. And that's why you have a wife. And that's why... I don't have a checkbook. That's why... Who has that anymore? Trump. That's why Trump, (laughs) you know, hates the media. And it's so funny that people still don't understand why he rags on him. They still don't get him. They still don't get it. But that's cool. I I like that. I dig it. So, um, and there's all these stories. APS... You're yeah. an APS customer out in Pinal County. Where That's you right. Live. They are lowering the electricity rates along with a whole bunch of other uh, utility companies because of the tax reform because their tax rate is gone, going from 34 to 21%. So they're saying, hey, we're a utility. Uh, we're going to lower the rates. So basically, people are going to get even more money back. <laughs> they're getting another tax cut in that aspect. It's not just your own personal income being lowered, your tax rate being lowered. Uh, you're, you're not going to pay less for your electricity. Now, I love this. What are they waiting for? TEP, I love this. They better do it. TEP is studying this to find out what they can do. They're, all over the country, they're doing this. All over. As a matter of fact, let's play that soundbite. I have so much I want to talk about today. Let's play that soundbite. Uh, it was on Stuart Varney's show. And it was Stuart Varney and Elizabeth McDonald and some other guy with an accent on Fox Business on Stu Varney's show number 79. Uh, listen to this. Here we go. Oh, wait a minute. We've got another benefit of the tax deal. Look at this. Mm. Several major utilities have announced plans to cut rates for consumers. So they're giving back to their customers as opposed to their employees with bonuses. Yeah, we were talking at the break yesterday, Stuart. You found Baltimore Gas and Electric was going to lower their uh, customers' energy bills. Yep. Yep. Now we found five more. So we're talking half a dozen utilities APS. across the country in places like Oregon, Utah, North Dakota, Illinois, along with Maryland, lowering their energy, uh, utilities lowering their energy bills for customers, passing along the tax cuts, specifically citing the Republican tax cuts as for why they're lowering customer energy bills. We also found two banks, watch this, Bank of Colorado is basically going to pass along the tax cuts in the form of higher money market rates, and also the Gate City Bank in North Dakota, Minnesota, they're going to give half a million dollars worth of free home appraisals, along with giving bonuses (laughs) to their own employees. And I've got this list again. It's 130 right now. 
now. It's yeah. 130 companies. Remember Nancy Pelosi said Armageddon, I MSNBC, yeah. oh, they're going to sit on their cash hoard, these companies. It, Associated Press saying they're sitting on their cash pile. Well, they were sitting on it because of what Obama was doing with regulations. And ta they were afraid. Companies were afraid. Now they're unleashing it. Will the Democrats Unleash. run on raising taxes all over Ohio. again? <laughs> yeah, well, Tim Ryan, Tim, hey, Ohio, Ohio rep Tim Ryan wouldn't answer that. He would not answer right? my with question. You, he That's wouldn't right. answer it. What do you say, Ash? I can agree more with Lizzie, you know, but they'll still say, look, this is just paying lip service. They're giving out little bits of money, but it's still a tax cut for the rich, those big, mean corporations. You know it's coming, but I don't think people are buying it. You know, then, then, you know what? Everybody at Comcast and MSNBC, give your bonus back. Yeah. If you believe that. <laughs> right, right. Yes. A million Americans have gotten a bonus because of that tax cut. Right, so, so they should and they get got the money. Back. Not me. In cash. Not, not be good for the economy. Wait for it. Just saying. All we do is win, win, win. Yep. Wait for it. Mm hmm. That was good. I like that. It's giving me a bonus. I he, like that. And, and again, this is not just Fox bias. They're in the tank for Trump. These are actual facts. And they're being not reported because they don't want you to know on other stations. And that's why we bring them to you here. And that's why these people who are misinformed, they're seeing their own, they're feeling better. There's just a sense of it when it comes to the economy. Maybe their wages are going up. Wages actually happened in the past couple of labor reports saying that wages have gone up. Story, Walmart is raising their hourly wage now because of the tax reform. Well, it's, it, this is all you hear from people and these the, the Democrats and the Asians, ah, these companies are going to just pocket it. You know when they pocketed it? When Obama printed money with quantitative easing one, two, and three. That's when they pocketed the money because they had no faith because his policies stunk. Because regulations destroyed them. All the money would be wasted. It wasn't worth it for them to invest. Now it is. Funny how that works, isn't it? Yet again, you get dopey Steve Kazachik and the rest of the Tucson City Council and the mayor that say, we don't need these, these the Trump theology, as he called it. I believe he meant ideology. But he said theology. We don't need that here in Tucson. Yeah, you don't like winning. You don't like job creation. You don't like having people have more money in their pocket and creating more wealth. Because you're stupid. You don't understand it. My goodness. Well, just let me let me be the first to say, thanks, Trump. Well, I haven't seen it yet. I'm waiting for it. Hey, you know, I feel better every day about the country and way. It's no, yeah, you're right. It. I do. I do feel better every day about it. It's just, I guess, sometimes I, I maybe even I listen. And I'm an optimist sometimes when I feel good about things. <clears throat> then I'm a pessimist when I feel bad. It's amazing. So I. <laughs> I, I, I look around, and I think we just kind of get stuck, unfortunately. And I dig southern Arizona. I dig the Tucson area and the greater Tucson area. I think it's there's a lot going for it, and there's a lot against it. And we just don't see the same explosion because we're led by people that are dumb because there are other stupid people that put them there. Do you get, you get what I'm saying? I do. You dig? But so you we, don't, we don't quite feel that. it. We don't quite get the same, look at all this happening. You drive, you get on, uh, on I-10, and you go up to Phoenix, and you, and you roll by ASU, and you see uh, all the building that's going on there. And then you head up on the 202 over there, and the 50, and you see all the, the new buildings and the new industries. You're like, man, that's a bit different. And then you go to Chandler. You don't even have to go up to Tempe. Oh, man, look at that. And we got a bunch of dopes down here. Anyway, uh, bottom line, things are, things are getting well. Th things are going all right. Um, We're doing good. I, I, I think so. I think so. 622 now on KNST AM 790. You know, all we need now is um, some, some music to come back that sounds just like the 80s. Lots of synthesizers. Why? To bring back the whole 80s feel. Dude, the 80s were all right. Oh, Damn. okay. You know what I'm trying to go? I, I gotcha. I know. With like the Reagan explosion, the economic boom. I might have to change all the music to the 80s bumpers today. If you want. If you want. 
Uh, that's also, of course, when people thought, I saw this, it was a special, maybe it was on Discovery or Nat Geo, I don't know, it was the 80s and the boom, and they said that all of a sudden people started spending like crazy, credit oh, became yeah. more available, but they also thought it, was, it wasn't just because credit became more available and people got convinced by advertisers or marketing or whatever, uh, they thought there's going to be nuclear war and like, why should we hold on to our money? But then there's a story out today, it says uh, Generation Xers don't feel like they're going to ever be able to retire. They're never going to be able to retire. They don't feel like they can have enough, save enough. They're going to run out of money, blah, blah, blah. Hey, maybe you should vote for the right person so your money can go to you since you worked for it. Maybe something like that. Anyway, just saying. Uh, 623, I'll give you just a little couple of, couple of little nuggets about this uh, McCain story. Uh, and, and then, uh, oh, boy, do I, have, do I have one. Do you know that I wasn't here? I was on vacation. But do you know that, uh, that psychologist that apparently went on the networks to say that Trump is crazy and everything else? There's a big surprise about her. I'll get to that about 6.40. 6.24, back in 5. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. You weren't kidding, were you? Going with the 80s rejoiners. Good for you. All right. I like it. 6.30. Thank you for hanging out, Orion, because of the great economic news and the feeling people have, even though they're dumb, as who they give, <laughs> give attribution to. Uh, he wants to uh, get that 80s feeling again, which, okay. Uh, 43 outside right now, but it's going to be 66 today, and it's going to be 76 tomorrow. It's supposed to be in the 70s all the way through next Saturday. We're supposed to be back in the 60s, but we'll, we'll see what happens then. Uh, but the gorgeous weather is here. We are in the official sweet spot. This is why we're here. Right, this this is one of the big reasons, despite stupid people. Anyway, a story from uh, Breitbart: Fusion GPS admits they used John McCain to pass anti-Trump dossier to Obama-era intel agencies. Oh yeah, the founders of Fusion GPS admitted this. They helped the researcher hired to compile that infamous and almost entirely discredited dossier on Trump. To share it with John McCain. Yes, the researcher to share with him. Yep. The goal of providing the dossier to McCain, the Fusion GPS founders explained, was to pass the info contained in the questionable document to U.S. intelligence community under Obama. So this, this now raises questions about whether McCain knew that the information he delivered to the intelligence community was actually an opposition document. Again, funded by Hillary and the DNC. McCain's office did not reply to Breitbart News for a comment, but they'll talk to anybody except them. So, uh, writing in a New York Times op-ed last Tuesday, Fusion GPS founder Glenn Simpson and the co-founder Peter Fritsch relate they helped McCain share the anti-Trump dossier with intelligence community via an emissary. Remember the emissary? It's the guy that runs the McCain Institute up at ASU. And we, brought, we also talked about the story how George Soros funded the McCain Institute up at ASU. And McCain said, I don't have anything to do with that yet. It just has my name on it. Yet he told the guy that ran the Institute, I want you to go get that critical piece of information that can help take down Trump. Go, go to Europe. Yeah. This guy is so crooked. After the election, Mr. Steele decided to share his intelligence with Senator John McCain via an, emiss- via an emissary. The Fusion GPS founders related, we helped him do that. The goal was to alert the U.S. national security community to an attack on our country by a hostile foreign power. 
So they knew it. We knew McCain would hand it over. We knew he hated Trump so much. We knew he'd do it. We'll have more on this because there, there's just a ton more. We'll get reaction. Uh, McCain's a crooked dude, man. He's a bad, bad, bad guy. Has nothing to do with his service and the fact that he stayed as a prisoner of war. Nobody can take that away from him. But as a senator, he is a bad, bad, bad person. 633. Uh, remember the, uh, the lady, the psych professor, I think from Yale, that went on all the networks and went, oh, Trump's crazy. Just... Guess what she doesn't have? I'll get it to you in five. Here's the latest from Fox. Ask your wife. All right. 641. You're really feeling the 80s, aren't you, Ryan? I think I'm getting over yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Already? Two songs in? Well. There's more in the system. I might be able to get Wham on. I like Wham. Wham. We should Wham. have that in the system. We should have all these in the system now. Remember? Because that station, again, is now... Oh, that, they, oh yes. that's right. Yeah, the yes. branding. The bra- it's, yeah, it's every, every, every other month. Anyway, um, fo- <laughs> like, like and follow my Facebook page, <laughs> facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I already put up the John McCain getting used uh, story. I think it's a big deal. Three things I think you need to know, uh, by the way. Number one is, yes, John McCain used Fusion GPS in their op-ed to the New York Times. Remember, maybe you missed this. They actually admit... We used John McCain to pass that uh, that fake Russian dossier, the one funded by Hillary and the DNC. We knew John McCain hated basically Trump so much that he would pass this on to the FBI, even though they already had it. Now we even think there's news coming out that the FBI paid for it. We're trying to figure that out. Hannity is uh, saying that he hears that they paid for it, so we'll get to that. Uh, so John McCain, yay, John McCain. How about How about them apples, huh? Yeah. You got to love that. Uh, There's a lot of stuff going on, too. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know is that uh, now Sarah Carter, a reporter at, I believe, uh, I forget where she is, but she's on Hannity's show a lot, but she's a reporter, and she's breaking the story that this fake dossier, she has multiple sources telling her that it was used to get a warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. So think about it, okay? Hillary and the DNC paid this firm for this opposition research, which was the fake Russian dossier. They paid for it. They wanted John McCain to get it in the hands of the FBI, this fake dossier that nothing, even Jim Comey said, nothing was actually confirmed, nothing was verified, no. But that was shown to a judge to get a warrant, a vice warrant to spy on Trump. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So McCain's involved in this, too, huh? Third thing I think you need to know, uh, voters' perception of the economy is at a record high. Quinnipiac University poll, 66% of Americans say the economy is excellent or good. Highest ever since they started asking that question in 2001. Three things I think you need to know. Um, so I was not here when this, this actually happened. Uh, but this psych professor, I'm assuming Bruce talked about it a little bit, Yale University psych professor, uh, has diagnosed Trump over and over and over again with a mental impairment. Bandy Lee is her name. Bandy Lee. Yale University psychology professor Bandy Lee. She's the one that did all this stuff, right? He's yeah, something wrong with him and blah, 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 blah. You know what she's actually missing? And I remember she's in Yale University. So she's in the state of Connecticut. You know what she does not have? A license. 
not to drive a medical license. You got to love the media relying on this this psychology professor that has an expired license. That's what they're doing. You know, you might as well ask me what the medical opinion is, right? Okay. I mean, hey, Gary, what's did, the medical opinion? Well, remember we actually, we're, you know, we're not doctors, but we said there's something wrong with Hillary when they threw in that van like a slab of meat when she just, you know, passed out and, and she was like coughing up these random things. And <laughs> yeah. you guys can't say that. But, well, then this chick can't either. You know, what did this chick say? T- did she stay at a Holiday Inn Express and then they just show up <laughs> in the media and say, hey, yes, she has no license. Nothing. She even deleted her Twitter account. Oh, my God. Because... That's you know it's bad. Yeah, because she, she wants nothing. To, I don't want to read what people say about me. I can't take it. Maybe you should... Keep your mouth shut? An, or, or maybe you should analyze yourself if you can't... If you really, <laughs> if you really bother what other people think about you. Anyway, uh, so it started going around on Twitter that she does not have uh, a medical license. And she did the, uh, the public diagnosis that says Trump has a mental impairment... She actually met with lawmakers on Capitol Hill to talk about the issue. And she's not a licensed psychiatrist. Campus Reform has this story. They discovered, according to the state of Connecticut, that her physician-slash-surgeon license expired in 2015. And her application for reinstatement has been pending ever since. Wow. Uh, Does it take that? I'm not a doctor. Does it take that long? To have your license renewed? Like, what do you have to do? Pay a fee? What? Anyway, she also had her uh, controlled substance registration for practitioner license. Uh, that lapsed. That expired in February of 2017. So Campus Perform contacted her and said, hey, what's going on? And she simply stated, quote, I need only one license. That's all she said. <laughs> license to, to drive? drive? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> she has yet to elaborate on precisely which license that is. <laughs> And according to the state in which she resides, she allegedly has no licenses. So, whoops, this won't make it, though. So, you know, the rest of the media is like, oh, my God, Trump's crazy. Trump's this. This lady says that. But you think they're going to do a story about how she's not actually licensed to give a diagnosis? Hmm. Without mentioning this doctor without a license, the American Psychiatric Association put out a recent statement. Which it in which it condemned the diagnosis of public officials whom psychiatrists have not personally examined. They called uh, what is commonly ro- uh, referred they, they they invoked what is commonly referred to as the Goldwater Rule. We at the APA call for an end to psychiatrists providing professional opinions in the media about public figures whom they have not examined. And see again, I, that's what I thought right off the bat when I heard about this on vacation. I'm like, isn't that against some kind of Hippocratic oath or something that doctors do that you literally, I mean, it's irresponsible at the very least. This is almost like Hillary's emails. You know, did she mean to do it? Was it an accident? This is at the very least just irresponsible to where you decide to publicly diagnose someone without actually being able to to diagnose them, right? I mean, like interviewing them? Yeah. And actually have them under your, under your care? Like APA said, armchair psychiatry. Yeah. Where the use of psychiatry as political tool is the misuse of psychiatry, and it's unacceptable and unethical. There you go. Well, that's what I do. Well, we all try You're crazy. We stayed at a Holiday Inn Express, and we could do that. Uh, it gets even better. She's kind of taking back what she said. She actually did a radio interview with Dr. Drew. Remember Dr. Drew? Yeah. So Dr. Drew somehow is on the radio in Los Angeles. And she admitted 
this Dr. Bandy Lee, um, she admitted that other presidents, such as Abraham Lincoln, Theodore Roosevelt, also had psychological profiles that would be, quote, concerning to her. And she then allowed that she was not talking about mental illness when it came to Trump. Oh, she wasn't? Dr. Drew then said it'd be impossible for anyone to last through the presidency based on a standard Dr. Lee seemed to be applying. And he pointed out several former presidents had mental health issues and were not removed from office. John Adams and Teddy Roosevelt had bipolar disorder. Lincoln had serious bouts of depression. And of course, Obama just hated America, which should be a mental disorder too, shouldn't it? Yeah. Pretty crazy stuff, isn't it? Well, I'm looking at the story. It's, it says she met with more than a dozen lawmakers. Yes, yes. So they're actually taking her un, uh, and what? Unlicensed advice? Yeah. This shouldn't surprise you. They're also believing that fake Russian dossier. How do you get elected? This is all fake news. How do I, mean, I get it's elected? All fake. It's all fake. I. You tell people, if you put me in office, I'll do what you want. You pay for my campaign, I'll do what you want. I, I think... Isn't this crazy? Isn't this just unbelievable what's actually happening right now? You know what people need to be worried about is uh. the people they've actually elected can't represent themselves, let alone the American public and the districts and the people that voted for them. One way or the other, Democratic or Republic, Republican, hmm. there doesn't seem like they're fit mentally, sometimes even physically, to hold the office and make proper decisions. I, I would agree with you. I would agree. That scares me. You sit back and say, okay, you're going to say all this stuff about Trump because he called himself a stable genius. He's just literally messing with people. He is literally, he is so, he is steps ahead of everyone with that TV show he did about DACA. He's just steps, he's smoking out uh, Republicans that are pro amnesty. You know, I wish you'd do it more. Hey, shine the light. Every single, let all of these lawmakers that are public figures, public lawmakers, they work for us. Let them. Put their thoughts out in front of everyone, not behind closed doors all the time. So they can lie and hide behind it. Say one thing, do another. Uh, how do you not say that Obama's got some kind of mental disorder when he gives Iran $150 billion? When he literally lies about Benghazi. Sends someone out, four Americans die and to save his own butt. Go out there and lie, Susan Rice, about everything that happened. We can't get caught. I mean, this is... It's just fast and furious. Lied about that, too. That's a mental disorder. All right, uh, 651 right now. At 710 this morning, I'll get you... Uh, I'm just thinking, what? what about the people who just buy it without even trying to research it or look at they it? They have a mental disorder as well. It goes both ways. Yep. All right, I'm done. Um, 710 this morning, Sarah Carter, with what she says about the um, the dossier and how it was used and what her sources are telling her, Hannity as well, and his TV show. It's just really incredible stuff. I mean, really incredible stuff. Um, I, I, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Uh, quick one coming back. This is great. Did you hear about this um, H&M ad with a uh, young black uh, boy? And he had a, uh, a hoodie, a sweatshirt, right? And, you know, clothes now, what's popular is when they have, like, sayings on them, Right? My wife got a shirt she likes that says wife, mom, boss. I don't want to break it to her. Just two out of the three are accurate, but whatever. 
So this this hoodie. <laughs> Good thing it doesn't say chef on it. Well, oh my God. <laughs> what, what? I already got in trouble. That's I can't for you. make fun That's of it anymore. Yours yeah, say true. chef on it. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> martyr, guilt. This, anyway. So this H&M young man, is, is, uh, he looks like he might be like seven or something like that. He happens to be black. And the sweatshirt that he willingly put on, and his mom gave it the okay, right? His parents gave it the okay. It's a sweatshirt, and it says, coolest monkey in the jungle. And because he's black, everybody seemed to go crazy over it because we live in that, um, we, we live in a very PC world. It's starting to crack, but we live in a PC world. Wait till you hear what his mother said about it. I'll get to that coming up in 3, 653, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Save 10%. It's 7.06, and it is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 792, Sons. Most stimulating talk. Happy Thursday. We're almost there. January 11th. Almost a Friday already. I'm digging it. By the way, we'll be here on Monday. Oh, yes, we will. Yes, we will, because that's what we do. And I've been taking too much time off. You'll be here, too. And you will be here. Because that's, yes. What? Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Fusion GPS. Uh, the uh, founders admit they used John to get that fake Russian dossier into the hands. Into the hands of the FBI. They used him for it. I have that story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Uh, also, we'll get this in a second. It's now being reported that uh, this this fake dossier, with, with almost every bit of it being fraudulent, almost every bit of it, sources now saying this dossier was what got the warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. I mean, a fake dossier paid for by Democrats and Hillary, the DNC and Hillary, and this is what was used, this fake thing. They paid for it to then get it to the FBI to then get a judge to say, okay, go spy on Trump. I mean, this is corrupt as hell. This is this is just this stinks to high heaven. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know: uh, two thirds of voters polled, sixty six percent said in a Quinnipiac University poll, they characterize the economy as excellent or good. Quinnipiac said this is the highest rating since it began asking the question in two thousand one. But you're right; they all hate Trump. It's the worst. There's going to be like a total landslide, right? I mean, it's it's just it's going to be huge. The gigantic loss that the Republicans will have in midterms because the economy is going to just, you know, it's going to be, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. Third thing I think you need to know, despite some people literally freaking out that Trump is somehow going to give in and whatever when it comes to the wall and do what the Democrats want. He and we have the soundbite. He insisted yesterday in a joint news conference. Uh. There is no DACA deal if there is no wall. And he came out, the White House said they support that pretty good, really good, really tough immigration bill that unfortunately Martha McSally was one of the four people that wrote it. That even has E-Verify in it. So um, this whole bill of love, and we talked about it yesterday, he's scampy, he is, he is toying 
with the Dems. He is charming people. It's all part of negotiations and relationships to get a deal done that works for you. So he backs that thing. They've come out and said it. I don't, I mean, I get why people get nervous. Maybe they, maybe I, do I understand Trump better than these other people? No. You don't think I do? Maybe. Because I, I, you know what? And those are three things I think you need to know. I, I was very skeptical of Trump on certain things as well over the past year because all of a sudden he says something else. But then he, he always comes back and he's like, okay, you know, he's right. And he did it. And so I, I think I've learned my lesson of going, I just can't. I, I got to make sure I get the right context and know why he's doing certain things and saying certain things. Like, remember when people freaked out? He he said he's being spied on. What a crazy lunatic. And, and even some people on the radio and even some pro-Trump people are like, he can't do that. He's right. So I've learned my lesson. I really, And listen, if, he, if it's wrong, I'll, I'll call him out. I will do that. But still, I mean, it's... I mean, Ann Coulter lost her mind. Even Levin. And Levin was not a Trump guy to begin with. He yeah. really wasn't. Um... But he came out, he, he confirmed it, man. He confirmed it. Right? Uh, so, and speaking of that, of the spying stuff, you got to hear the latest. On Hannity's TV show last night, Sarah Carter and Hannity talking about this fake Russian dossier. And I think they said the only thing that was actually accurate in it was some guy from the Trump campaign was somewhere. So, so out of the 35 pages, one little thing was accurate. Everything else was totally made up. You got, the, yet this is this is huge. And, this is where the deep state comes in. And you wonder, Trump's got to be going crazy because he's trying to get people. See, this is the difference between Trump and Bannon. Bannon wanted to replace everybody, and I get it. He wanted to get all these, these establishment swamp creatures out, and I get it. And I think Trump kind of wanted that and then realized, I have seven more years. If I want to get things done, I know I can't get rid of all these people, so I'm going to have to build relationships and charm them and get them over to my side. That's what he did as a career, as a businessman. That's what you do in business. Right? I mean, if you're a, a, a whatever business owner you are and you have a rep from a company that you buy stuff from, come to your business, you charm them. You try to get the best deal possible for your business. That's what that's how it works. It's amazing to me how people don't get that. Anyway, um, I think Trump is probably trying to, he might pull out his hair, but it's just too good. <laughs> when it comes to why don't the Republicans who are in charge of the government release all of this information about this fake Russian dossier. You want to know why? Because they're all skeletons in the closet. There are a lot of Republicans. Man, I'd put Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell in there too. They didn't want Trump to win. There's a reason why they're trying to hide some of this stuff. And only the good Republicans, Jim Jordan, Mark Meadows, the rest of them, are trying to make sure that this information gets out about uh, the dossier and and you know who who applied for the warrant to spy on Trump and was it all based on this? You got to okay, listen to Sarah Carter first. Seventy seven. This is last night on Hannity's show. You'll hear Hannity first, and then Sarah Carter. Listen to this. Here we go. About I spoke today. to three people, two congressional members, one person in the DOJ. They all confirmed at different levels that a hundred percent the dossier was used at least in part. One person said was significantly a part of getting the FISA warrant. What are you reporting tonight? I'm reporting the same. Uh, I have spoken to a number of sources, one senior law enforcement official and another in the DOJ. uh, And the dossier was absolutely used as part of the FBI's ability to gain a warrant uh, to basically spy on members of the Trump campaign. So this was this was definitely used as evidence. It was part and partial to other evidence, I believe, that they were trying to collect. But the dossier. 
dossier was definitely used. And what's concerning here, Sean, is the fact that we know, coming from the mouths of members, senior members of the FBI who testified, both Comey and McCabe, that the only part of the dossier that they were able to confirm that was actually factual was that Carter Page had actually traveled to Moscow. There it is. Um, everything else in the dossier, apparently they did not talk about that. They did not confirm. It's unsubstantiated or they found out to be false. So this is very alarming and I think that there are a number of sources that are alarmed about this, particularly people within law enforcement uh, who are concerned that they were using this dossier uh, to, to find a way to look into the Trump campaign. There you go. Think about it. You had a do this dossier was considered opposition research and it was paid for by Hillary Clinton's campaign and the Democratic National Committee. They paid for this opposition opposition research. They just wanted to use it, but instead they just wanted it. It was made up and it was faked. You heard it. it was nothing was corroborated. And they sent John McCain's emissary. They knew John McCain hated Trump so much. They tricked him. Go get this from the guy that wrote this, the, the former spy. Oh yeah. Fusion GPS's founders admitted they used John McCain because they knew he'd give it to the FBI. And apparently they already had it though, but they knew he'd do that. So you had the opposition research paid for by the Democratic National Committee and Hillary. They paid this group. You don't think that they said, okay, Hillary, you want us to get this info? Sure, we'll get it. How do we get into the hands of the uh, FBI so they can look into Trump? Oh, let's have McCain go. Oh, yeah, we'll tell McCain we have stuff. And then they, it wasn't opposition research for Hillary to use. It was for the FBI to spy on Trump to hope they get something. Because Hillary, they knew they were in trouble. They knew they were in trouble. This is so disturbing. And then... The FBI said, we need a warrant based on this judge. And the judge didn't even say, is this all true? Do you know these to be facts? Or is this made up? Nothing. Because even Jim Comey said, again, this is salacious. This is uncorroborated. And yet they still got a warrant. So then let's go to the next one. 78, Mark Meadows and Jim Jordan, on with Hannity also, saying we need to be able to see everything. Listen to this. Here we go. But I think it's time, and Jim Jordan and I are here tonight, to call on our leadership to say that what we need to do is let every member have access, not only to that FISA application, but to all the outstanding work that Chairman Nunes has put forth in terms of gathering documents. It's time that every member has the access to those documents, and so we're calling on our leadership uh, to make that available. And that would mean the Speaker. That would mean Kevin McCarthy, yep. Jim Jordan. Yes, I mean, Mark's exactly right. If, if members of Congress get to see this information, we think the, the, that the course will grow even more and say, now it's time to declassify this, make this public so the American people can understand once and for all what exactly happened. Yep, once and for all. So you sit back and say, why haven't these Republican leaders declassified that, that warrant so we can see who wanted it, what was on it, what was the request, who's behind it, what are they trying to protect? Who are they trying to protect? That's where this whole deep state thing comes in. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. But this is huge, and Trump's right. This is the biggest witch hunt in the history of this country. In the history of this country. Man, oh, man, oh, man. It's just, it's nuts, isn't it? 880-KNST, 880-5678. You have this that I just gave to you this morning. 
Plus the fact that the news that John McCain was used, the Fusion GPS founders admitted they used John McCain to put to get their info into the hands of the FBI. Was that part of the payment, by the way? Is Hillary's people saying get opposition research and then make sure it gets into the hands of the FBI and the Department of Justice under Obama? So Because they hate Trump, too. That we're going to pay you to do all of that stuff, figure out how. And they, maybe they said, okay, who hates Trump so much they'll do this? Oh, McCain! And by the way, what about... McCain and Flake literally being silent on this. It's amazing how Jeff Flake will get on that Senate floor and talk about how important it is to get amnesty to DACA illegal aliens until his last breath. But he will not say anything about how corrupt and dangerous it is to have our intelligence agencies politicized and spying on Americans and presidential candidates. Those guys will say anything, you know, to... To the public about illegal immigrants, they hate Trump, everything else, and they don't say a word about this. Isn't that interesting? That's how this is played. It sucks, doesn't it? 880-KNST, 880-5678. And again, let me just remind you one more time that the McCain was being used. He sent his emissary. That emissary guy is the guy that runs the McCain Institute up at Arizona State University. Apparently, John's tight with them, but when the story came out about George Soros donating tens of millions of dollars to the McCain Institute at ASU, John McCain's people said, I don't have anything to do with that thing. It's just my name on it. Dude is as dirty as the day is long. I know the day's not very long here because it's wintertime. I mean, it's sun's barely coming up right now, but it, it's, it's, it's dirty. It's dirty. It's dirty. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I will get your reaction to this. Uh, I have some more good stuff here. This is, uh, there's so much good stuff going on. You want to know, another, I'll give you another example of how these Wuss Rhino Republicans are mad at the Trump people. Uh, they are claiming one person is getting in the way of a deal on illegal immigration and DAC and that stuff. And I'll explain who and how and get your reaction to this too. I mean, Flake and McCain, need to, they need to step up about this, but they, they never will. But Something needs to happen. This is so obvious. And the leadership, again, Kevin McCarthy, uh, Paul Ryan, why are they not releasing this stuff? You wonder what Trump would say to these guys in private, like, hey, you're going to put this out there? We'll get your reaction. Get this stuff coming up in five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Eggs, bacon, pancakes, coffee. It sounds like a great breakfast, but it's missing something. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, hello. 725, thanks for hanging out. Follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. That'd be pretty sweet if you could. Like it and follow it. Uh, I have videos going up right now. Got to get the kinks out of this website. I already loaded them up. They should be there. Yeah, both stop. I have the video of what you just heard with Sarah Carter going up at KNSD.com, and I'll put it on my Facebook and Twitter. And also a video of Harvey Weinstein getting the, the, you know what, slapped out of him by a guy at a Scottsdale restaurant standing up for women. I mean, it's uncensored. When I... The look on his face. Oh, yeah. Like, to me, I'm like, how do you not fight back? He was at a fancy Scottsdale restaurant uh, with his sober coach. That's uh, to me. That's like one notch below a life coach. You know, I got a life coach. Pay hey, me, yeah. I don't need a medical license. I can just tell you things that you're gonna like to hear, and you can pay me. Sweet. You're good enough. You're smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like you. Of course, except if you grow up them when they're passed out on an airplane, like Al Frank. Anyway, um, the look on Harvey Weinstein's face and what this guy says to him, like we can't even play it on the air, even if we bleep it out, because all you hear is bleep, 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 bleep. But you know what? I'm not promoting violence. 
But if anybody needs to get the you-know-what slapped out of them, it's Harvey Weinstein. Okay? So we have that. Hang on. Let's go to uh, Brian. Brian, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST, brother. Hey, sir. Hey, so a few weeks ago I called you, and I was telling you how it was a theory that John McCain was taking advantage of, and I had mentioned how, you know, why isn't he more upset about that? Why isn't he saying or doing anything about it? And now we have yesterday's information, which just further confirms it, and I beg the question again. Why doesn't he have anything to say? And further than that, why doesn't George Soros, the Chamber of Commerce, and the Saudi Arabian government allowing him to say anything about it? Why don't his masters, you know, why isn't he uh, mad at uh, his masters? Yeah. You know, right now. <laughs> you so just nailed it. Keeping him down, man. You, 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 know? just, you, just, you just nailed it, man. You just nailed it. He might be the king swamp creature, to be honest with you. And they love him, don't they? Yeah, the media loves him. His Democratic buddies love him because they all make sure they're all safe and never get caught doing things. Well, you know, they give him a passion because he is, he is a creepy white dude. You think they'd hate him, but they keep giving him yeah. these opportunities. That's, I wonder why. That's a great point. That's a great point. I like that. He's, you know, he's using his white privilege very well, and nobody calls him out on that, right? I know. Yeah, no, you know, I just would also mention, you know, Ryan said he couldn't tell any jokes today. I have 37 John McCain jokes on deck right now. Uh, yeah. I can't release any. Thank, thank, <laughs> thank you. Know, yeah. Fusion GPL support him. Get him in the hands of the FBI. They'll do it. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. See you, man. Bye-bye. 37. And he's not lying. I, I can only imagine what he tells you off the air. <laughs> I can only imagine. It's funny, but it'd get us fired. Yes, it would. Yeah, it's so. not. It's just not. It's one of those things you say at like the beer club for men meeting. Oh yeah, Brian, come to the next beer club for men. There you go, and have him written down. He release a book. So there's a story. Or a dossier. That, Put him in a dossier. Yeah, Brian. it's real. <laughs> uh, story from a News Observer. GOP negotiators say Trump aide Stephen Miller, who I, I dig that guy, man. After he owned Jake Tapper, Stephen Miller is standing in the way of an immigration deal. Dude, there's a reason why Trump has this guy. So high up. He was instrumental. He's a great writer. He writes a lot of Trump's speeches. Uh, he is a lot of brains behind a lot of what Trump does. Do you know Stephen Miller was the former, I think he was chief of staff when Jeff Sessions was a senator? That's how they met each other. Trump, Trump is such an anti-Semite that uh, he has Stephen Miller, a young white Jewish guy, as one of his top aides. Yeah, Trump's going to totally give in. If he wants to give in about immigration and everything, he wouldn't have Stephen Miller in there in the talks. This is what makes cracks me about all these people losing their minds over this. It says here, here's one thing even Republicans negotiated an immigration deal agree on. Trump aide Stephen Miller is hurting their chances of getting anything done. Yeah, you want to know why? Because he wants to make sure the right thing is getting done. They blame him for insisting the administration gets approval for an unrealistic number of immigration policies. Why is it unrealistic? In exchange for protections for young people brought into the country illegally as children. They loathe his intensity, it says, when delivering his hardline views. Hardline, you mean law, law-abiding? America first? And they accuse him of coordinating with outside advocacy groups that oppose their efforts. So he's calling out the rhino Republicans. This is fantastic. Fantastic. A Republican House member involved in immigration talks anonymously said, quote, it's no secret that he's an obstacle to getting anything done in immigration. Oh, that's good. Many people involved in the immigration debate, Republicans and Democrats, staffers and activists, complain Miller is making already tough negotiations more difficult, according to 14 people familiar with the situation, half involved in negotiations. Most spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss the president's aid. Of course they did. They're wimps. 
Uh, the House Republican lawmaker said it's widely viewed that, quote, to move past the speed bumps, there's no option but to get kind of get him out of the way. No, no. We want that speed bump because we want to make sure the right thing is done. We don't trust you. You're the reason why Stephen Miller needs to be in there. Okay? The midnight ram through. Remember yes. that? Well, the midnight ram through, the lies. Just like, uh, remember when they tried to get through the McCain Kennedy? Yes. Amnesty bill? Yes, yes, yes. It says here, I love this though. So again, this is why I don't doubt the president on this, like other people have. It says here, yet Miller's close relationship to the president, which spans the campaign and transition, means they are unlikely to do or say anything to get him out of the negotiations. Trump's going to get up there and say things. That's why they have. Neg- Remember one on the on the on the campaign trail. Trump said he's going to have the best negotiators. They're killers. Yeah. In Japan, they're killers. In China, they're killers. Trump's the face of it. He's the guy. Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. But he is in complete sync with his negotiators, the killers. Stephen Miller is one of those killers. He's one of those negotiators. He's one of those guys. He has a great band, too. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Steve. He's Stephen. So he is one of those guys that's in there. Professional. That's doing it. Okay. That's, that's getting it done. And Trump's out there, yeah, sure, building relationships. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get it. I'm saying it's good cop, bad cop. It's how it works. It's what he did in business. And yet still are like, I don't get this whole thing. He said it's a it's a bill of love. He's a turncoat. He can't chill out. Like I see these, you know, people on Fox, I see other radio hosts, they're losing their minds. And Coulter. And Coulter's a bit out there sometimes. Um, enough is enough. Uh, it says here. Major differences remain on immigration even after Trump and his top aides, including Miller, met about two dozen members of Congress of both parties at the House, uh, White House on, on Tuesday. Some Republicans say Miller has tried to poison the deal with policies he knows will never survive a vote in the Senate. He's trying to craft a deal he knows is not viable because he doesn't want a deal, said one Republican strategist who has long sought an immigration overhaul, which means a Republican strategist that wants amnesty. Uh, two senior, oh, by the way, Miller turned, he said, I don't want to be interviewed for this. He did. He declined to be interviewed. Two senior White House officials described Miller as a policy expert Trump values who has a wealth of knowledge and expertise in immigration. Quote, he's trying to make a deal, one official said. He doesn't want to sabotage a deal. See, you know what this is? This is called the rhinos that want amnesty trying to sandbag Stephen Miller by talking to the media like that. Can I be honest with you? He kind of scares me. Who, Stephen Miller? Yeah, you want to why? Because he's super smart. Well, when he was on with Tapper, yeah. Tapper is all crazy and flustered. And Miller is just like a face of calm, just like Hannibal Lecter. He's a killer. Yeah, he is. He's one of those killers. And I was like, ooh. Doesn't it make you feel good? This is like Trump talked about this, and it, like people laughed at him. I got it. That's why I think I get him. I have more to this story. And you know what? Trump, again, was asked about the wall yesterday. Wait to hear the answer he gave. It's coming up in five. Here's the latest on KNST from Fox. He gets you up, gets you going. He stimulate you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yeah. It's 80s. 80s. Stuck in the 80s, man. Stuck in the 80s, dude. It is... It is a good time. It's hard to talk over this song because it's so cool. It is. It is really cool. I dig it. I almost want to just listen if Bon Jovi wasn't such a wacko. I remember really quick, he actually started one of those, you know, cool restaurants where it was, pay whatever you want. Oh, yeah, well, I did for people, and, you know, there's no prices. It, you just you just pay what you want, and amazingly enough, after like a year or two, went out of business. Shot, <laughs> but, it, but I'm sure it made him feel good. Way to go, John. Yeah, okay, thank you. 
Seen a million faces. Wrecked them all. Anyway, uh, <laughs> three things I think you need to know. Number one, the fake Russian dossier. First, the, Ru- the Fusion GPS founder said they used John McCain uh, to get the fake Russian dossier in the hands of the FBI. And now, and I have the video on my page at knst.com. Sarah Carter says sources tell her, Hannity says the same thing, that that fake Russian dossier wasn't even corroborated, but that was used to get a warrant to spy on the Trump campaign, to all the fake stuff. So Hillary and the DNC paid for that fake Russian dossier, and that was used to get a warrant to spy on Trump. This, this is really, I mean, this is, this may be the biggest scandal in the history of this country, to be honest with you. And it's only going to, it's going to come out more and more and more. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that the economy, apparently people think it's really good. Uh, Quinnipiac University poll, voters' perception uh, perception economy is record high. 66% say they think the economy is excellent or good. Highest uh, rating since Quinnipiac asked the question in 2001. Of course, some of the people are dumb. 49% say Obama's responsible, 40% Trump. That's because of the media coverage. That's what I think. Third thing. We know who's responsible. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know is that the uh, the Trumpster has actually uh, thrown his weight behind that immigration bill written by uh, Martha, too late McSally, and three others. That is uh, really, there's only a couple of things bad about it, but most of it is really good, including uh, it says, you know, $30 billion for the wall, everything else, and it has the mandatory E-Verify in there. So for uh, for the people that were freaking out, Trump's going to just sell out and do this and that. But no, 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 no. Three things I think you need to know before we get more ba- back to that story about Stephen Miller. And you can comment 880-KNST, 880-5678. He again, he is one of those killers. He is one of those killers that Trump has uh, that is that is just crushing it. If Trump was really going to sell out, he would pull back Stephen Miller to just give in and get a deal done. I'm telling you. I have some faith. That's why it cracks me up. These people still question this. Maybe they feel like they have to. I don't know. Uh, and, and, and Brian and I were talking during the break. It, are you like us? It like goes against every fiber in our being to sit back and trust a politician. But we trust. I, 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 it kills me. To, it really kills me to say this, but I, I, I trust what Trump is doing on this. I don't trust any other politician, but I trust what Trump is doing on this. And Ryan said, and it, well, honestly, part of it, He's rich, man. He doesn't, he doesn't have to do any of this stuff. Like, people do things for certain reasons, and that's just human nature. You couldn't buy him off with a lake, and, that's with the lake house in Vermont. Yeah, I mean, he, he's not going to benefit by doing this financially. It's just, he has used guest worker visas at his properties for help. All right. Uh, There's that. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying, though, is that he's not going to benefit. He's not going to benefit from this at all. So the anti-Semitic uh, Trump with a uh, Jewish daughter and uh, son-in-law, and it has the Jewish Stephen Miller as the attack dog on this, which is fantastic. All right, I want you to play, uh, Ryan, if you don't mind, real quick before we get back to Stephen Miller. Number 80. This is yesterday. Again, for the people that still don't want to hear it. Um, and by the way, where's all the Oprah talk? Where'd that go? Where'd that go? Where's all the talk, by the way, about these members of uh, Congress, Republicans and Democrats, on the, uh, the, the payoff list when it comes to sexual harassment? Where'd that go? Gone? Okay, anyway. Here's uh, Trump yesterday at a joint news conference with another leader of the world, uh, and I put the question in there, too, from the reporter. Listen. Uh, yesterday, in a meeting with lawmakers, you said that you would be open to signing just about any immigration deal that that bipartisan group of lawmakers sent to you. That's right. Would you be willing to sign an immigration deal that ultimately does not include funding for the border wall, or would that be a red no. line for you? No. 
No. no. It's got to include the wall. We need the wall for security. We need the wall for safety. We need the wall for stopping the drugs from pouring in. Uh, I would imagine that the people in the room, both Democrat and Republican, uh, I really believe they're going to come up with a solution to the DACA problem, which has been going on for a long time, and maybe beyond that immigration as a whole. But any solution has to include the wall, because oh. without the wall, it all doesn't work. Uh, you can look at other instances, look at what happened in Israel. They put up the wall, they solved the very major problem. Yep. We need the wall. We have to have the wall for security purposes. Security is number one. And uh, so the answer is have to have the wall. Thank you. Doesn't that like put an end to it? Yet I still saw people yesterday, last night, talking, oh, he better not, he better not sell out. He is not going to sell out on this. I, what more do you need to know? So there's more. <laughs> there's always more. Um, I want you uh, to realize again, Stephen Miller. House Majority, this story, House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy, a California Republican, put out a statement, quote, Stephen is an incredibly bright mind on immigration policy and reflects the administration's focus on fixing our broken immigration system. He has been of tremendous value for the members of the Hill and for the administration during this debate. Paul Ryan said Miller has been upfront about the White House position. Uh, His interactions with the office have been constructive recently. Don't you like that? So apparently Paul Ryan, who, by the way, uh, you know, open borders guy, cheap labor, like a Jeff Flake. Is now saying he's been constructive recently. I think Paul Ryan realized this is what America wants. You're going to have your daddies, your donors. You know what? They're kind of turning their backs on the donors. It seems a little bit. Anyway, longtime Paul Ryan staffer who works on immigration issues speaks to Miller regularly, sometimes even daily, the aide said. But I love this. But then a senior GOP aide who opposed Miller on immigration praised him too. What? Honestly, knowing his background, I thought he wouldn't want a solution. But after dealing with him, For several months, I found his insights to be constructive, and I truly believe he wants a deal. He isn't the problem. Others are. So there you go. You have the rhinos trying to say, this Trump guy is the problem. This Trump guy doesn't want anything good to happen. They're trying. They're trying to use the media again. They're trying. Ain't happening. Not happening. You know what's really got to stink? What? Being a, like... The leader from Sweden is standing right next to him, and they're doing that press conference, and nobody asks her a question. They only ask Donald about his stuff. And all the other mm-hmm. leaders who have come through, right, they're always just standing there, and he's like, do you want to ask so-and-so a question? And he's always have to ask them a question. Don't ask me things. All they ever do is talk. <laughs> That's it. So, well, here, wow. here, here it is. Here's, here's more just talk. you got to love this. A former Department of Homeland Security official for President George W. Bush amnesty guy Who's in contact with Republican staffers in the Senate? You like that? In contact. Quote, Stephen is unfairly trying to sabotage this. I don't think he really is, actually. What he did sabotage was when he was an aide to Jeff Sessions. In 2013, he helped sabotage the Gang of Eight bill. Yep. Yep. So it's funny to see both sides of the Republicans, the rhino amnesty ones and the ones that actually want something done to go back and forth about what they've done. Uh, and I think that uh, this is this, they're trying to they're trying to drive the narrative. Let's just say that Stephen Miller's a big pain trying to kill this. No one's going to believe it. Not going to happen. 880 KNST 880-567. I love this. Uh, this is one more political operative who works closely with congressional Republicans, said Trump can listen to Miller 
Uh, but, quote, the president could have had a deal months ago. He's actively undermining the president. I wonder when Trump reads his stuff. He's like, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. Uh, listen, you've had Gorka come and go. You've had Bannon come and go. Others, Reigns, Priebus, the rest. Stephen Miller's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. 750, that's the part of the killers, part of the negotiators. So I, it, good things are going to happen. Uh, more coming up. Don't go anywhere. We have a great economic news I want to share with you that nobody wants to give credit to you-know-who for. And, well, there's just some other stuff. And, and uh, again, the more stories about how safe the south side of Tucson is, which is why I'm glad they're building a giant soccer field and stadium there. Uh, that's coming up, too. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. How you doing? It's 808 on this Thursday, January 11th. What a day. And it's just getting started. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790 Tucson's. Most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, sources now saying that the fake Russian dossier... Is fake? Well, that too. (laughs) Was used by the FBI to get a warrant to spy on Trump campaign associates, including the Trumpster himself. So a fake dossier, nothing corroborated, um, nothing at all was paid for by Hillary and the DNC. That's what was used to get a warrant to spy on Trump and his associates. That's pretty shady. That's some scary stuff right there. Yeah, and John McCain, apparently, according to the founders of Fusion GPS, they used John McCain. They knew he'd turn it over. Let's get it to hands of John McCain. He hates Trump. He'll turn it over to the FBI. Do they not want any tracings to the Democrat, for a Democrat to do it because Hillary and the DNC paid for it? And if a Democrat handed it over, it looked too inside? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he was just in cahoots. Maybe. Second thing I think you need to know. Hmm. Uh, King Swamp. Second thing is that uh, apparently voters see the economy as fantastic. Quinnipiac University poll, 66% perceive the economy to be excellent or good. The highest rating since Quinnipiac started asking the question in 2001. But you're right. They're not going to vote for Trump and their jobs and more money and wages and everything. I mean, it makes no sense. Why would they reward the party that brought that to them? It just makes no sense. Uh, third thing, I think you need to know, this is actually just, uh, this This is pretty interesting too. Remember how the world was going to end because Obamacare's individual mandate was going to be uh, gone? It's taken out. You know, you know, there's no more mandate because you don't have to pay a penalty anymore, right? That's in the tax reform. Well, lo and behold, the Congressional Budget Office lowered their figure of the amount of people that will no longer have health insurance because the mandate is gone. Wait, what? Yes, there was backlash from Republicans. So the CBO, Congressional Budget Office, said they'd reevaluate their findings. They didn't say how much their projections would change, but they said, yeah, we realize there actually would be fewer people without insurance. They're going to lower the estimate of uninsured caused by the repeal of the Obamacare mandate. You're going to make people die with this. Apparently, not as many people um, going to be affected. Whoops. Shocker. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, now, uh, speaking of the uh, phenomenal news when it comes to the, the economy, and there's just some really good stuff going on. Um, there was a story that came out, I believe it was yesterday, uh, saying that uh, APS, 
If you're in Pinal County, you're listening. APS looks like you're going to get some some money back. Uh, APS is going to uh, lower their rates for what you pay for electric. That's pretty good stuff, right? And they're not the only ones. This is happening all around the country. Utility companies, because they're going from paying 34% tax to 21% tax. And they're like, man, we could either keep it like the, uh, the haters and the Democrats like to say, or we can just lower the rates and pass the savings on to the customers. So it's like they get even a bigger tax break themselves. Funny how that works, huh? That's what they're doing. Wow. Okay. That's cool. So APS is doing that. Uh, they already filed a proposal to pass through the tax benefit by reducing the energy charges that customers pay per kilowatt hour. Average, you know, well, come on. What, the average uh, APS home customer would save about $4.70 a month. So what, 50 bucks a year? That's the average. That's nothing. Every single customer? Now you have them and a whole bunch of people around the country, right? So I'm wondering what the hell is TEP waiting for? Like, why does Tucson have to be last for everything? Well, prompted by regulators, these selfish people at TEP, prompted by regulators, TEP, and it says here in the local paper and other utilities, are filing or preparing proposals to return to ratepayers potentially millions of dollars that companies will save because of a cut in the U.S. corporate tax rate to 21% from 34 Ah, Yep. Spokesman Joe Barrio said the benefits of the tax reduction could be passed along through lower rates or by offsetting the cost of improvements, like infrastructure improvements, which would delay or reduce future rate increases. Oh. There are opportunities for both short and long-term benefits to customers. That's what we're analyzing now. All because of tax reform. Funny how that works, huh? Corporation Commission, by the way, is right now uh, reviewing APS's proposal. They're just going through all this stuff, blah, 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 to make sure it's going to be good and fair and whatever. Uh, and it's happening all over. All over. Except Tucson. Well, they're taking it. For some reason, they're last again. They just, I mean, you're getting more money back. Uh, give it back to me. Who's your, uh, your utility? TEP. You ready to move out to Pinal County? No. Come on. We got uh, lower electricity, electricity but, out but there. But what you don't have is a grocery store. Don't need it. You hunt your own food. <laughs> you really can, actually. Yeah. So that's what they're doing there. Uh, I'm wondering. I'm wondering seriously what um, what exactly would the mayor of Tucson say? So that you know, more people are cutting and cutting and cutting. What did Tucson do? They just raised the sales tax. They're raising taxes. They want to raise more. They wanted bonds to raise taxes. See, it doesn't really work as well now, does it? Now let me get to Walmart real fast. And I'm not a fan of Walmart. Uh, and you know, people are so funny. They oh, I guess the best prices. Walmart will literally. Lower the price on certain things to draw drag you. I mean, this is it makes sense to get you in there, but other things are actually more expensive. I've gone in there. I've seen certain things. Uh, I mean, in my grocery store, I've seen where they have like canned vegetables. It was like you know two for a dollar, right? Two for a buck canned vegetables. And at Walmart, same can sixty nine cents. But other things are cheaper. So I mean, look, that's just how the game is played. But Walmart. Apparently, they are doing uh, some good things, some good things for their workers and everything else. They can do whatever they want. And again, I'm not a big fan, but Walmart is giving $1,000 bonuses to employees that have been there for 20 years. Uh, they're doing other things. There's other bonuses there for as well. This is what it says, a one-time bonus benefiting all eligible full and part-time hourly associates based on length of service with associates with at least 20 years qualifying for 1000 bucks. 
Uh, you have that. Uh, Walmart says its one-time bonus represents a $400 million charge. $400 million charge. They employ a million and a half people, so it's about 266 bucks a person, but still it's $400 million because they're paying less to the government. They're giving their employees more. Now there's more. Ready for this? There's more. Walmart is citing the tax cut for, ready for this, raising wages. So wait, you that doesn't work. Wait, wait, but you don't, you don't need the government to come in and mandate that yeah. the minimum? Hmm. Wait. So Walmart, because the tax reform is raising wages... They're also increasing paternity and maternity leave. They have paternity leave? Yeah, I guess so. And they're increasing it. But as a hater tweeted out, this tax cut just gives them cover for something they would they would have to do anyway. No, actually, they wouldn't. No. They wouldn't. You mean forced to raise, uh, raise the minimum wage? By the government, yeah. Yeah. And then they would fire people and put more robots in. Yep. It says here, an expanded paternity, uh, paternal and maternity leave policy providing full-time hourly associates... In the U.S. with 10 weeks of paid maternity leave and six weeks six weeks of paid paternal, wow. parental leave. Six weeks of paid parental. Wow. Salaried associates would also get six weeks of paid parental leave. I didn't get that. I did. You did? Yeah. For this company? Yeah. Back when it was... Uh, the other company. Different owners? Yeah. Yeah. So Walmart will provide financial assistance to associates adopting a child? All because of the tax reform. Full-time and hourly, uh, full-time hourly and salary positions, they'll get a total of $5,000 per child. Walmart is giving it. It could be used for expenses like adoption agency fees, translation fees, legal or court costs. Literally giving that to them all because of the tax reform. If I may say, uh, another, another co- uh, company that makes coffee that everybody loves has been doing that for years. And I think now with Wait. money coming in, with the tax cut, more yeah. companies, you're going to see more companies be more employee invested rather than not. Yeah, because uh, this is when I, we talked about this, I think, last week. Uh, this is why uh, this happens because they want to keep their employees. They don't want them to leave. You want to keep your good. Yeah. Right now, then, all of a sudden, the employees are going to have the power now because they're going to go, if you don't want to pay me, somebody else will. They have the money to do it. And it won't be so inflated. They're doing it. And it won't be inflated either. Happens in most companies. Most. So Walmart's doing all this, and still the haters are still hating. They're still hating. And again, I'm not a fan of Walmart, but they're they're doing it. They're doing it. Uh, and one more, let's play real quick. I, I, again, this is just so. I think it's just so cool. Uh, let's play the uh, the Fox Business. Stu Varney, uh, number seventy nine. Stu Varney and and company talking about again. TEP should have been on this. There are other utility companies that are already doing this. They're already. Lowering rates, making it cheaper for people to buy electricity, oil, gas, whatever it is, right? That means, again, you get even a bigger tax break for yourself because you, you don't have to pay. You, you keep more of your own money. Listen to this. Here we go. Oh, wait a minute. We've got another benefit of the tax deal. Look at this. Mm. Several major utilities have announced plans to cut rates for consumers so they're giving back to their customers as opposed to their employees with bonuses yeah we were talking at the break yesterday Stuart. you found baltimore gas and electric was going to lower their uh, customers energy bills now we found five more so we're talking half a dozen utilities across the country in places like oregon utah north dakota illinois 
along with Maryland, lowering their energy, uh, utilities lowering their energy bills for customers, passing along the tax cuts, specifically citing the Republican tax cuts as for why they're lowering customer energy bills. We also found two banks, watch this, Bank of Colorado is basically going to pass along the tax cuts in the form of higher money market oh. rates, and also the Gate City Bank in North Dakota, Minnesota, they're going to give half a million dollars worth of free home appraisals, along with giving bonuses <laughs> to their own employees. No. I've got this list again. It's 130 right now. It's yeah. 130 companies. Remember Nancy Pelosi said Armageddon, MSNBC, oh, they're going to sit on their cash hoard, these companies. It, Associated Press saying they're sitting on their cash pile. Well, they were sitting on it because of what Obama was doing with regulations. And yep. They're afraid. Companies what, are afraid. Now they're unleashing it. Will the Democrats run on raising taxes That's all the over the <laughs> Yeah, Tim Ryan, Tim, hey, Ohio, Ohio Rep. Tim Ryan wouldn't answer that. He would not answer right? my with question. You, he wouldn't answer it. That's what? why the whole media, again, 66% of people in this Quinnipiac University poll, 66% of voters said the economy is good or excellent, highest in the history of them asking that question. And yet, somehow, again, people think that the Democrats are going to just sweep everything in, uh, in November because people are going to be so upset. Life is going to be so horrible with ISIS crushed, more money in your pocket, more jobs. It's going to be Armageddon. Yeah, well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up flashback because right before the tax <laughs> reform is passed, throw me up over there real quick. Right before it was passed, remember this with Nancy Pelosi and a reporter? This is December 4th. Remember this? Well, you, Democrats talk about this bill often in very apocalyptic terms, but isn't really what's going on is that many people are getting a very modest tax cut and some people are getting a tax increase while a lot of this is also going to business, but it's not the end of the world? No, it is the end of the world. This health care, the debate on health care is life death. This is Armageddon. Remember, the Obamacare mandate was taken out in that in that uh, tax reform. This is Armageddon. Maybe it is Armageddon. If Walmart's given a raise, maybe it is Armageddon. I don't know. Maybe it is the end of the world. Well, it's going to be because you can have all these people making it rain with dollar bills everywhere. Oh. And it's going to be slippery and not enough health insurance yeah. for all the broken legs. Yeah. It's <laughs> end of the world. World, world, world. It's over. All these things. and Okay. All right. Um, Dossier. Well, that too. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Uh, now, real quick, have you ever thought about, uh, hmm, I wonder why Latinos buy certain things in a grocery store? Wow. You never wondered that? You never wondered why, why do Latinos buy certain things in a grocery store? No. Apparently, somebody has a professor, and this professor has been given an obscene amount of money to figure out why Latinos buy certain things in a grocery store. Oh, yeah. Wait till you hear how much, why, where, oh, yeah. Coming up. Dude, it's the best. Do I count? No. You even say you're not. You don't even say what you are. I don't even know what you... Who, who are you? I'm an American. I'll go with that. But just just for today. It's fine. Just for today. Uh, we'll continue. Uh, wait till you hear this. It's coming up. Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AIM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. More thrills than navigating through a minefield of potholes on a Tucson street. Or at least you'll be just as pissed as hitting every pothole on a Tucson street. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yeah, Steve Miller. yeah I know. Steve Miller. Steve. It's well, not Steven. That's when he's in the band. When he's in the White House, he's Steven. He's the Joker? No. That's Steve. Oh, no. He's the magic man. Ryan's continuing with the 80s. Because he thinks the economy is feeling so good, it's like the it's like the Reagan eighties. It's, it's the Trump twenty tens. Anyway, uh, if have you fun hear with this that. song what? on the radio nowadays, it reminds me of a really good time in your life. 
right? Cheesy sitcoms on NBC. Wasn't worried about much. Yeah, you were like eight, nine, ten. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But anyway, does it feel does it feel that way to you? Uh, I'm not asking you to call in. I'm just asking you. Does it feel that way? (laughs) (laughs) Just talk to Ryan. So anyway, going to be 66 today. 76 tomorrow going to be. I mean, we're in with the official sweet spot. We're in it. Follow me on Twitter at Garrett Lewis. I've been tweeting out stuff. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. I actually just put up the video on my Facebook page of Harvey Weinstein getting the you-know-what slapped out of him at a Scottsdale restaurant. Some guy's like, you did that to women? And I, and I can't say anything else, really, because it was nonstop cursing at Harvey Weinstein. And he just took the slaps, man. He just, and the guy, it was like a, it wasn't a hard it was slap. It was a disrespectful slap. It was, poof, poof, you jerk. And it, but it was more than that. It was, and he just took it and he's looking at, he just it looks like a loser. He looks like just a, a confused loser, which is what he is. And I'm not condoning violence, but if anybody deserves to get backhanded, it's Harvey Weinstein. And that's being nice. Okay. You want me to take off my clothes? You want to watch this? Huh? Bap. Just what? No. Because that's what he yourself. did to the girls. That's what he did. Thank you. No. I'm just, that was bad Harvey once. I don't even know what the hell he sounds like. He's just a pig. And, and you know, and he was, you know, hanging out with Oprah and stuff like that. So that's cool. Uh, so I, do you know about this? Apparently, you ready for this one? This is great. A professor at San Diego State University. This is why college is overpriced. And these professors do not need jobs. Professor Iana Castro, an assistant professor of marketing in the College of Business Administration at San Diego State, uh, was wondering, hmm, how Latino shoppers shop at grocery stores, why they buy the things they do. So she got a $430,000 grant to analyze this. $430,000. She wants to know why Latino shoppers buy certain things because she wants to stop them from being obese. Combat obesity because they're the only ones, right? Right? Yes. That is. Oh, yeah. That is us. Uh, you ready for this? Two year project. And by the way, if Latinos are not obese after this, can we get our money back? This is why we're 20 billion in debt, 20 trillion in debt, I should say. As part of the effort, eye tracking technology is used to observe shoppers' tendencies and influences. And from the results, she and her other eggheads work on a project. To promote healthier food choices and reduce Latino obesity. So, okay, you know how this works. This is how dumb they are. This is so stupid. They're going to track eye movement. You do realize you you eat with your eyes first. Whether you're at a restaurant, that's why presentation is very good. Or you're at a grocery store. The boxing, uh, the boxes, the packaging, it's there. So what are they going to do? Are they going to try to have the government influence companies to not market their, their products in a certain way? I mean... You can't have a, something look delicious on the box. You can't. I mean, yes, when there's a picture of a donut on the box, you're like, hmm. You just have to know it's not really good for you. I'm going to have to pass on this. I don't think it works. But you know what? If somebody wants to buy it, you buy it. There this is go. America. But that's the whole thing. Then don't expect me to pay for your, your health care when you have diabetes. That's your deal. If you're going to eat your way into being obese and have diabetes, that's fine. That's your responsibility. Not mine. I'd love to have chicken parmesan every single day. It's so delicious. It's so you don't think so? It's don't you look at me that way. Oh, I'm just thinking about the chocolate cake I see on the boxes. Well, that's but then I remember I gotta actually make it and that deters me from buying it. You don't want to just go buy a chocolate cake? Oh no. So get this. It's not my thing. The study like will not only track 
shoppers' eye movements, but also record their conversations. Oh, that's nice. Oh, this is going to be for the so entire good. shopping trip from both the parent and child's perspectives. Oh. What do you? I'm a parent. You know, what my son says to me, "I want a snack," and I say, "No," and that's how it ends. Kids can say whatever the heck they want. I take him to the grocery store. And he's like, "Ooh, look at that! The minions are on that cereal," and I go, "That's nice. You're not getting it because I don't want to eat that stuff." Because I'm a fun hater. No, you're a good dad. Exactly. Mostly. So what the hell? The experiment considers the parent-child factors that influence grocery purchasing behavior. Uh, just get it. Stop. This is what the government, you don't need to be in there. You know what you need to do? Build a wall. Build a wall. Your, your job is to not stop people from buying things that make them fat. Your job is to build roads, kill terrorists, and keep out illegal aliens. Build the, build the wall. That's it. You know what this is? This is advertising research disguised as a uh, whatever... Honestly, because if you can take can the psychological, you uh, find out why they responses. do it, why yeah. they do it, and then you just keep doing that, and you keep tweaking things. No, you just keep you keep on doing the same thing to make them keep buying it over and over and over. You know what? You know what helps when kids see cartoons that they're familiar with. They go, uh-huh. "I want that." Uh-huh. It's not. This is not hard to find. I could have done this for like four hundred thousand dollars. I should. I'll do it for four hundred grand. Not for save thirty thousand dollars, taxpayers. Pay me four hundred grand. This is so stupid. So dumb. But that's what you get. Now, I want to talk about one more thing. I, I got I to expand on this. There was a black child that's a model in the UK, puts on a sweatshirt. Uh, puts on a sweatshirt that everybody and their mother screamed was racist. Right? Did you, it's for H&M. Did you hear about this? Uh, this, little, this young black child puts on a sweatshirt for H&M. They're trying to sell it. And it's a hooded sweatshirt, so it's a cool hoodie. And it says, coolest monkey in the jungle. And since the child is black, people lost their minds. I'll tell you who lost their minds because people are stupid. But guess what the mom of this child had to say? That's coming up. 835. Here's the latest from Fox. (laughs) Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. 843. The 80s. Come on. I like that part. Yes. This was my first cassette tape my parents bought. They got me a Walkman in 1983. Nice. And uh, this was the first uh, tape because it was like the hot song back then, man. You know, Duran Duran, Hunger Like the Wolf. I uh, I bought a bootleg Rio. of uh, Beastie Boys from the Swap Oh, meet. yeah. It was awesome. And we all thought the title of it, well, at least what was on the, the jet, the, 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 the airplane. airplane. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yep. When you're eight, you think it's so good. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, it looks like uh, sources tell Sarah Carter and Sean Hannity uh, that uh, the fake Russian dossier was what was used to get a warrant to spy on Trump and his associates. That's a big flipping deal right there. And every Republican should be coming out. But you notice they're not. You want to know why? Because they are protecting themselves. They are protecting themselves. It's a big deal. And then the Fusion GPS founders come out and say that they uh, used John McCain. They brought him in because they knew that he'd hand that over, the dossier, to the FBI. Oh, boy. Now he's silent about it, huh? Second thing that I think you need to know, the economy is booming. A record 66% of voters see the economy as good or excellent in a Quinnipiac University poll. 66%. Highest rating since they've asked the question, and they started that in 2001. Uh, Third thing. And there's just more, too. There's just, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, I think this is kind of a big deal, though, too. 
the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, is now lowering their estimate of uninsured people caused by the repeal of Obamacare's mandate. Apparently it's not going to be as uh, bad as people thought, huh? But it's Armageddon! Armageddon. Three things I think you need uh, to know. To know. To know. Um, is that or no? Yeah? All right, then I'll get to the uh, the story about the uh, the monkey hoodie. Morgan, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, Jared. A long time no speak to you, Ed. What's up, dude? Uh, my belief that uh, the reason why these rhino Republicans wish to commit political suicide is because they're going along with the same ideology and basically Stockholm Syndrome fed to them by John McCain. Hmm. Identifying with the people who wish to destroy them oh. and protecting them and going along with them and then viciously attacking anybody who wishes to stand up against them. Have you ever noticed how McCain only attacks the people who stand up against the Democrats? Yeah, that's true. He goes after talk show hosts. We should go to hell. Tea Party people. Trump supporters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Michelle Bachman, when she asked Obama, why is he giving so much money to the Muslim Brotherhood? He attacked the hell out of her. And it's like, whoa, where's this coming from? You're getting pushed around, kicked around constantly by the Democrats who insult you, who freaking blame you for all these problems while you're compromising with them. And the only time you ever attack anybody is when they dare to ask a, a tough question to the Democrats. That's a great point. He, you know, he, he and Flake, they literally have not said anything about this Russian dossier thing and the spying on a president and everything. I mean, they don't say a word. Not you a know, word. Just wait for it. What's going to happen next is the Democrat Party and the media is going to come out and start blaming it in on him for taking it to them. They're going to start pointing the finger at him as if he was the only one who had anything to do with that while he was sitting there working for them on their behalf. Yeah. And that, it keeps happening and happening and happening. And, he, and it, it doesn't just happen once and he doesn't just quit doing it. He keeps identifying with this. And yet he's passed on this belief to these other Republicans as if this is the way to act. This is the honorable, noble way to, to do things. And, and now they're trying to up the bar with this same kind of Stockholm Syndrome type of thinking. You know why? Because it's the swamp, man. And, they, you know, Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter. They all just want to protect themselves because they all realize they break the rules and they break the law and they try to look out for each other. That's what yeah, I think, but these, too. But these Republicans, though, they're, they're committing political suicide by going along with yep. amnesty. You know what? They're maybe, maybe they're in their own bubble. Because if, if, if the illegals were coming over here to vote Republican, that border would have been secured yesterday. And I guarantee you these Stockholm Syndrome-ridden rhino Republicans would have went along with it. You're right. I think you're right. You know, you say, what, why is it? Why are they destroying themselves? Are they just in it for the money? Are they, are they guaranteed money from their donors for doing a good job for a long time for them anyway when they're out? Good call, man. Appreciate it, Morgan. Good talking to you. Uh, so there's a uh, an H&M model, a young black boy who probably, I don't know, what, what do you think he is? He looks like he's maybe eight, yeah, nine, young. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, he's in the U.K., and H&M put him in a sweatshirt. I mean, they pay him to be a model, and the sweatshirt happens to say, coolest monkey in the jungle. Now, if it's a white kid, it's not a problem. Since it's a black kid, everybody and their mother flipped out. Do you ever call your kid a monkey? We pick up our baby. My wife says, come here, monkey. He's white. I guess she's not racist. If he was black, you know, if we somehow had a black child, we adopt one, she'd be racist. It's just because monkeys are cute, and they're energetic, and they're, they're fun. I mean, I love monkeys. You go to the zoo, I love seeing the monkeys. They're very entertaining. Oh. They're very funny. Yeah, they they're very lively, at you, right? too. Yes, they, they throw do. their stuff at you. Yes, they do. I'll tell you that story later. Yep. But it says here in ebony.com, 
you know who's mad about this? Um, somebody in music named Chris Classic. You ever hear that guy? I've never heard of that person. Uh, LeBron James, very upset, very upset about this. H&M, because of the uproar on the internet, apologized, pulled the sweatshirt. People then said, you need to make a sweatshirt that's positive. You need to make the kid a leader, a king. Really? You know who wasn't offended by this? The kid's mom. Terry Mango went to social media, said, I am the mum, and this is one hundreds, one of hundreds of outfits my son has modeled. Stop crying wolf all the time. It's an unnecessary issue here. Get over it. That's my son. I've been to all the photo shoots, and this was not an exception. Everyone is entitled to their opinion about this. I really don't understand, but not because I'm choosing not to, but because it's not my way of thinking. Sorry. So apparently, she's a woman that doesn't just have, unlike Regina Romero, she doesn't live her whole whole life by race. She doesn't judge everything from a racial aspect. She doesn't just say, well, that happened and it must be racist. Racist, racist, racist. She doesn't do that. So she said, stop. Stop. She said, stop being so damn sensitive. Wow. So I guess LeBron James, everybody else, is a bit overly sensitive now, aren't they? They're obsessed with race. Obsessed. You could be upset with it, and that's fine. You know there are white monkeys, right? Albino? I don't know. They're just white. Who knows? They have white fur. I've seen them. Maybe they're not monkeys. They look like monkeys. The lemurs? Gorillas? They're lemurs. That's they're like monkeys. Kind of a primate, I guess. I'll, I'll go with that. Lemur. But how funny is this? That this lady is like, enough is enough. I've been to this. She, if she had a problem with it, she would have said, my son is not going to wear that. She didn't, she didn't view that sweatshirt as, oh, man, that's racist. She's like, that's kind of a funny saying. You're the coolest monkey in the jungle, baby. There's nothing wrong with that. And all these, you know, that's why I can't stand LeBron James. This, he is ruining sports. You know, they tell you he's the next Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan never said a damn thing about politics, never came out and, and endorsed one politician over another, one party over another, because he realized, man, that's going to make a certain group of people hate me. Buy my shoes. Yeah. Republicans buy shoes, too, is what he used to say. Why should I go against anything else? Enough is enough. Back when celebrities and athletes were smart. Now they're just dumb as hell. You know what? Nobody really... I guess LeBron, I guess maybe do people do dumb people care about what LeBron James thinks. Remember Taylor Swift just got nailed on social media a couple weeks ago because she refused to talk politics. You're not being real. You need to do more. Really? No, I don't. I need to go sing the song and make some people happy. Thank you. See you later. Thank you. But that's what happened. And she just got she got uh, attacked because of it. Just a hundred percent attacked. Eight eight zero KNST. Eight eight zero five six seven eight. If you would like to talk, uh, feel free. We'll continue in five. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AM seven ninety. Tucson's most stimulating talk. It's 
107. Hey, it's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know, and things change throughout the morning. Man, oh man. Okay, number one, uh, Sarah Carter reporting that, and I have the video on my page at KNST.com. I'll put it on my Facebook page a little bit later, and on my Twitter feed if Twitter allows people to follow it, at Garrett Lewis. Uh, the fake Russian dossier, according to Sarah Carter, was used to get a FISA warrant to spy on Trump and his associates during the campaign season. Oh, what does that mean? Think about it. Hillary and the DNC paid for that Russian dossier, that fake Russian dossier, and then that was used to bring a, to a judge. So they paid for that thing to be made up to be brought to a judge so they could spy on Trump to try to get dirt on him to make him lose. Think about that. That I mean, this is crazy. Brought to Obama's FBI and DOJ for that. Wow. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, the economy is booming. 66% of people in a Quinnipiac University poll say the economy is excellent or good. The highest ever rating they've ever had. And they've been asking that question since 2001. Third thing I think you need to know, this is a big one too. Hannity had James O'Keefe on his radio show, his TV show. Uh, yesterday they reported that, uh, Twitter was sharing President Trump's direct messages. Those private direct messages on Twitter, they were... Big Brother spying on them, spying on the leader of the free world, and even when he was on the a, a candidate for president, and they were sharing those messages with the Department of Justice. Excuse me? Now it's coming out how they shadow ban people. People don't even realize, they, if they don't like what people are writing, because it's, well, it's pro-Trump or whatever, they ban it, but people don't know it's banned. They still tweet it, but nobody gets to see it. There's other things that they're doing. It is incredible stuff. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Man, oh man, oh man. Uh, don't worry. Tomorrow we'll talk a little bit about Martha McSally since she'll announce tomorrow she's running for Senate if you, uh, if you will support her just because she came out at the last minute with that immigration bill. But anyway, we'll get to that. Um, however, 7-Eleven. There's a few 7-Elevens here around Tucson. Uh, I have not been in them, but I've asked people that have been in them. Have you been in a 7-Eleven in Tucson? Uh, once. Have you noticed? Okay. On the east side. And you, maybe you can let me know. They, when I grew up on Long Island, they'd always have buttered rolls. They'd get rolls, and maybe it's because the bread is good because of New York water. They, as we, I used, used to have those for breakfast. Don't roll your eyes. I used to have those for breakfast. They were so good. They'd butter roll. You wrap it in saran wrap, so you go buy a coffee and a buttered roll or a chocolate milk because I was young and a buttered roll, and you, you move okay. on. All right. I don't think they have those out here. No. It's too bad. Definitely don't. It's the whole reason to go to a 7-Eleven. I think celebrities are totally overrated. <laughs> You're overrated. Possibly. I like Slurpees a lot. Now my mom will assassinate you. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you wanted America first, right? You wanted common sense stuff, right? Well, apparently that happened. 7-Elevens were raided out in California. Oh, were they raided? About a hundred of them. Very, uh, it was orderly. It was fine. Immigration agents went to 7-Elevens in 17 states. One of them, California, because it's an LA Times story that I have. 7-Eleven stores in 17 states. Um, there's a story here from Los Angeles. Seven immigration agents filed into a 7-Eleven store before dawn on Wednesday. Waited for people to go through the checkout line, told customers coming in, and a driver delivering beer wait outside. A federal inspection was underway. Within 20 minutes, they verified the cashier had a valid green card, served notice on the owner to produce hiring records in three days that deal with their employee's immigration status. Uh, Associated Press says it was well-rehearsed, Executed with quiet efficiency in Koreatown in L.A. 
And the same thing went on at about 111 stores in 17 states and the District of Columbia. It's an operation the officials called the largest immigration action against employers under the Trump presidency. They want to make sure this is going on. Uh, A top official at ICE said the audits were the first of many and a harbinger of what's to come for employers. Because you want to know why? There's no E-Verify yet. In the bill that McSally put forward with three other people, there is E-Verify. Trump supports that bill. It's about time there's E-Verify. Um, Derek Benner, acting head of ICE's Homeland Security Investigations, which oversees these cases against employers, said, this is what we're gearing up for this year. And what you're going to see more and more of is these large-scale compliance inspections, just for starters. There's nothing wrong with that. He said it's not going to be limited to large companies or any particular industry, big, medium, and small. After the inspections, officers plan to look at whether the cases warrant administrative action or criminal investigations. So they're looking to see if they're hiring people illegally. Right? Uh, This is where the self-deportation thing happens. Um, Amy Peck, an immigration attorney in Nebraska, represents businesses, said employer crackdowns will never work because the government has limited resources. Don't you love that? And there are many jobs people who are not in the country legally do not want. So many in the country legally, so people just won't work, really? Quote, when these audits occur, the employees scatter in the wind and go down the street and work for somebody else. You're playing whack-a-mole. Well, we'll keep whacking. That's what you got to do. And you know what? You can uh, actually just use E-Verify for everything. That's that's how you just do a big, you eliminate this. This is happening for a reason. This is happening for a reason. Uh, Wednesday's audits arose from a 2013 investigation resulting in charges against nine 7-Eleven franchises and managers in New York and Virginia. Eight pled guilty, ordered to pay more than $2.6 million in back wages. The ninth was arrested in November. Uh, I believe it was, what did I say in the prep? Uh, let me look. Uh, 21 people were arrested yesterday alone. Right? Um... You can't hire people illegally. You can't do it. It, it, And people, everybody should be saying this is a good thing. Everybody should be saying that. You want to know why? It keeps down wages. It's illegal. You know, um, I've seen the, what what, what do they say? 18 billion for that wall, right? 18 billion. Reports say that if amnesty is given to the DACA illegals and the dreamers, it's going to cost taxpayers $26 billion to pay for everything. What would you rather do? Pay $26 billion to legalize people or pay $18 billion for a wall? Why is it okay for these nuts to say, we got to legalize them and legalize them, but the wall's too much money? Well, can't you say it costs too much money to legalize people? This is, this is good. This is what we need. This is America first. What is this, bad? Well, Garrett, people's feelings are getting hurt. You're separating families. Okay. It's not separating families. It's enforcing the law. I agree. I know what you're saying, but that's that's, that's what you say. Yeah. Um, this is really good that, you know what? They're not just going after illegal aliens. Oh, they hate Mexicans. They hate this. They're going after employers. They're going after people that are breaking the law. Right? So in that, and by the way, in the, uh, the 2013 investigation... About 7-Elevens in New York and Virginia, the managers used more than 25 stolen identities to employ at least 115 people in the country illegally, knowing they could pay below 
minimum wage, according to court documents. Oh, they're just being mean to people and blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. This is exactly what you want. I know it's exactly what I want. You see the story about uh, Jay Leno? Real quick, too. Unrelated. These are good things that are happening. The government's enforcing the law. You know what? Should Don't pull me. I'm going to go 50 and a 35 in front of a cop, and I say you shouldn't pull me over. It's mean. They're enforcing the law, just like this. is. When, when a food inspector goes to a restaurant and sees cockroaches and whatever and bad temperatures, should they let it go? It's the same thing. Uh, Jay Leno uh, did an interview, I think, with the, it was with the Hollywood Reporter, right, uh, about late night and Trump and everything like that and blah, 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 blah. He opened up. I, I, I saw this, and I thought Jay Leno was a, somewhat of a smart guy. Apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, when asked about all the shows, as he watches them all, he watches Kimmel, Fallon, Seth Meyers, Colbert, thinks they all do great. And the question. They asked him, what do you think of how late night has evolved to cover the Trump administration? Right? That's what they asked Jay Leno. Because, I mean, you make fun of people. I mean, Bill Clinton, he said, well, well I'll get to the answer, okay? He said, late night's always been topical. The only trouble is now everyone has the same topic. It's all depressing Trump stuff. And they all do a great job, he said. And I'm like, hmm. He complimented them all. Even the guy in Comedy Central and the chick on TBS. And he said, the trouble is that there's there's such negativity now. When I did the show, Bush was dumb and Clinton was horny. And it was human problems. Now it's all anti-women, anti-LGBT, anti-Muslim. Anti-Mexican, anti-Salvadoran, it's such a negative thing. So, and I was trying to think, do you think that he's saying that the the alleged comics are saying that Trump is all that, or is he saying Trump is all that? That's what I thought, right? Let me continue. He said, God bless all the late night hosts. They make it funny, but ultimately it's depressing. You, re- you don't really watch late night TV to get away from reality anymore. Now it's more in your face. You laugh, but then you go to bed going, quote, oh man, the world is pretty rough. And it's not. It's one man that causes all these problems. You didn't talk about uh, one man, Obama, causing all the problems, the racial tension, terrorists winning, all that stuff, the economy sinking. Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah, that's, that's the terror. Yeah. He didn't talk about that now, huh? So he must be talking about Trump. Somehow he thinks Trump is anti-women. He just named a woman to be the um, head of Homeland Security. Kellyanne Conway has been his right-hand spokesperson. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. But you're right, he's anti-women. Remember all these women that work for the Trump organization all over the world? How many women have come out and said Trump demeans women? What the hell is Jay Leno's problem? Anti-LGBT? When has Trump been anti-LGBT? Because he doesn't think that the, the military should pay for, uh, 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 you know, cut it off surgery? He doesn't think that they should pay for sex change surgery? The, the military's not in the business of paying for sex change surgery. They're in the business of killing terrorists and keeping Americans safe. No, but they were. And yeah, that's, that's the problem. Exactly. That's they the point. Were. Exactly. Anti-Muslim? Are you high? Uh... The Muslim world is all of a sudden working with us to crack down against radical Islamic terrorism led by Saudi Arabia. Anti-Mexican, anti-Salvador. 
because Trump sent back 200,000 people. They're going to send back 200,000 El Salvadorans because their country is fine. They were granted some kind of special visa to be here because there was an earthquake. That happened back in 2001. Time to go home. It's 17 years later. And then he continued. My wife was so depressed when Trump was elected, but I said, this will be the greatest thing that ever happens to the women's movement. Because even men who are apathetic are going, whoa, wait a minute. Excuse me? He says, Harvey Weinstein was a catalyst, but Trump really got it started. Excuse me? Trump got, what did Trump do against women? Because he said something on a tape? He didn't actually do it on like Hollywood. Jay, you had these people on your couch for years. You know? Good point. So then he writes, and he says, 750,000 women showed up for the march on three days notice. That was unprecedented. Yeah, and it was all for naught. How come they're not showing up now? Hmm. But then he says, you ready for this? I think it's ultimately a good thing. Sometimes you have to hit people in the head with a two-by-four to make them aware. Mm. Everyone is so wrapped up in their own problems right now. I'm into guns. I'm into this. They don't care about anybody else's. But now even the the worst guys in the world, guys who cheated every day, are saying, whoa, this is bad. Something good will come out of this. I always used to meet young women who would say I'm not a feminist or anything, but I want to get the same money as a guy. By the way, apparently on E! News, they have like a fake news show, whatever. I don't know. It's a news entertainment show. The guy was getting paid uh, immensely more than his female partner. And she found out about it and said, hey, I want to get paid the same. And they said, nope. A sh- uh, uh, e, a Hollywood show that covers Hollywood celebrities. Uh-huh. They said no and she quit. He didn't quit. He didn't stand up for her. Network let it go. Where are all the celebrities? Oh, they want the free pub they get on that stupid channel. They put some other girl in there. You think she's going to make as much? Hell no. So... Is that Mario Lopez? No, no, I forget the guy's name. It's some, okay. forget it, Jason, anyway. My wife throws it on to escape reality once in a while. <laughs> Jason Statham? No. So she, he said, I'd, I'd, I'd say, what do you think it means to be a feminist? And he goes, now they're beginning to understand. I like to see a silver lining, right? People are so incensed by Trump and what he does. But the country's actually okay. Unemployment is down. People are working. No kidding, Jay. That's oh, because of Obama. And his policies that carry mm-hmm. over into the Trump administration, mm-hmm. right? Right? Mm-hmm. No? He said he doesn't wish he had a platform to take shots at Trump right now. He said, I did it for 22 years. He said, at my age, I can't pretend to know all of Jay-Z's music. When you're 40, you talk to 26-year-old supermodels. It's sexy. When you're 60, 70, you're the creepy old guy. He's right about that. Right about that. Um... Anyway, uh, he he stinks. He stinks. And then he talked about the Stephen Miller interview. He said, if you, you talk about, could you interview anyone? You know, who could you? Who would you want to interview right now? Who could you? Who would you want to talk to? He said. Anyway, I watched Stephen Miller get interviewed by Jake Tapper the other day, and he just kept repeating himself. He said the exact same two paragraphs that he said at the very beginning, and just kept repeating himself. It's all talking points. But didn't his points make sense and answer the question? Anyway, so Jay Lano pretty much is a dope. It's pretty much what I'm saying. He is, uh, I mean, he's these people that they, I just, I don't understand what they do. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. So there's that. And then you have Twitter. Did you hear about Twitter? 
uh, sharing Trump direct messages, private messages that he had with people with the Department of Justice. I mean, they're a business. I get it. They should be able to do whatever they want, but don't lie, right? I guess there are certain expectations. Uh, but now they are working on things to uh, silence Trump supporters. I'll explain coming back. Uh, it's 9 at 24. We'll do this in about five. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. KNST. Being informed unleashes a great feeling. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 929, thank you for hanging out. You know, iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis for my channel. iHeartRadio app, do you have it? Search Garrett Lewis. Uh, You could hear the Kelly Ward interview from yesterday. You could hear the whole show from yesterday. You could hear me explain why Trump won and nobody should freak out when he had that, uh, that TV show for DACA with all those lawmakers. And what exactly he was doing. It's all there. iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis or iHeartRadio app. Search Garrett Lewis. Cool as that. Before we get to the Twitter thing real fast, you hear about this? Speaking of pay and stuff like that, uh, there was the, uh, there's a movie that Kevin Spacey was in. All the money in the world. Mark Wahlberg's in it. This actress, Michelle Williams. Apparently they had to reshoot everything because... Because uh, of why? Because of Kevin Spacey. And he's a giant sexual deviant perv guy that like to do stuff with minors. Anyway, he's accused of that and he's been dropped by everybody. So anyway, they put a new actor in instead of Kevin Spacey. They had to go reshoot all the scenes with Kevin Spacey. So Mark Wahlberg and Michelle Williams are the star. And they said, all right, we'll reshoot. Apparently, um, Michelle Williams was paid less than 1%, less than 1% of what Mark Wahlberg was paid. Mark Wahlberg was paid a million and a half dollars to reshoot. She got 80 bucks a day per diem. So less than a thousand dollars. So people, of course, are going crazy. Here we go. I thought Hollywood, they stand up for actresses. They're the greatest. The people in charge, everything else and blah, blah, blah. No. You know, it's still, it's still a business. And you have an agent to make a deal. Here's the thing. Okay. They're represented by the same agency. William Morris Endeavor. Same agency. One client gets a lot. One gets basically nothing. Yeah, now Mia Farrow, all these other actresses speaking out against this. Come on, come on. Who's the chick again? Michelle Williams. Never heard of her. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Mark I, I, Wahlberg. He everywhere. was the highest paid actor last year, 68 million bucks. Well, you know, if he makes a flop, he takes the, mon- the studio's money and ruins yeah. his reputation. So, yeah. you know, I, he's I putting know. himself out there. Uh, it's not clear if Williams is aware, it says here at CNN, that her co-star was paid more for reshooting the scenes, but she told USA Today in, in December she was willing to do what needed to be done for the reshoots. She said, quote, everyone did it for nothing. Apparently not. <laughs> and by the way, you never share what you make with coworkers. You don't no, do that. No. It's not good. What you get is what you get. Uh, she told USA, USA Today, I said I'd be wherever they needed me, wherever they needed me, and they could have my salary, they could have my holiday, whatever they wanted. So she's, you know what she is? A terrible negotiator. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Apparently, it says here, Mark Wahlberg is known in Hollywood to be a very shrewd negotiator. So they had Kevin Spacey. Mark Wahlberg did his job. He shot the movie, and they go, oh, crap, we got to redo this. He goes, I don't have to do anything. Exactly. You bet. You know, my time, it's worth money. The fact that she gave in, not my problem, right? But it is hilarious that it's still, 
It's still Hollywood, man. And they claim that Trump's the worst and he's not equal and Republicans. Dude, the De- Democrats are for women and we're for women. And then they screw over women. It's just, my God. Anyway, it says, so the Washington Post reported in November the pay disparity for the, re- uh, for the reshoot. Wahlberg, along with manager Stephen Levinson and agency William Morris, have a reputation for driving a tough bargain. Uh, citing sources close to no- negotiations, the Post said Wahlberg was paid at least $2 million for about 10 days of work. But again, I know. But again, she's represented by the same agency. Maybe not the same guy agency, but the same agency. I worked with a couple of those guys. They represent voice voice actors I yeah, worked they with. They were a lot, yeah. Man, they they drive a bargain. Yeah, oof. They really do. So good for him. Yeah. And good for his agent. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. agent gets paid off of what, what Mark makes. Yep. Yep. So she has she a should have demanded agent. that too. All of a sudden, oh well, the work is more important. I feel bad. Don't feel bad. That's, that's your fault. And it's your fault. You take a chance in life. Nine thirty three. I'll get to the Twitter thing and then the, the uh, evidence that you got to hear about uh, the the Russian dossier, the fake Russian dossier being used to get a warrant to spy on Trump. It's all coming up. Here's the latest from Fox. If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM seven ninety, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Let's do it. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, come on. Thank you. 9.40. Thank you for hanging out. The sun is shining. It is out there. A lot has changed in the past four hours. Must be climate change. It's now sunny. Uh, it's going to warm up to about 66. You just heard that. Uh, uh, in mid, mid-upper mid 70s for like the next week after that, which is which is nice. This is the time where we brag. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Sarah Carter reports... The fake Russian dossier was used, her sources tell her, it was used to help get a warrant to spy on Trump. So a a fake Russian dossier that was paid for by Hillary Clinton, the Democratic National Committee, was used to put before a judge by Obama's FBI and DOJ so they could spy on Trump. Isn't that funny how that happens, huh? And John McCain was used to put that in the hands of the FBI. The swamp is deep. Second thing, I think you need to know the economy is just, it's cranking right now. 66% of people in a Quinnipiac University poll said that they see the economy, their perception is good or excellent. That's the highest rating they've ever had since they've asked the question in 2001. Oh, and one more quick one on the uh, the economy. And this is kind of a big deal too. Uh, last year, last year, the year of uh, 2017, had the lowest number of people filing for unemployment benefits. What? I'll put that on my uh, uh, on Twitter as long as uh, they haven't banned me yet. Uh, it's just more winning. Number of workers receiving unemployment benefits falls to lowest level in 44 years. But you're right, there's going to be a landslide and Democrats will win everything in uh, the midterms. These same people saying this were very accurate about the 2016 race, right? Yeah, baby. Uh, third thing I think you need to know is Twitter it seems to be uh, banning people that like Trump and support Trump. It even shared Trump's private messages on Twitter, his direct messages to people, supposed to be private, shared them with the DOJ. Yeah, you can really trust them, can't you? Three things I think you need to know. Um, you mean you can't? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, do you, do you really expect privacy at all when it comes to... Twitter and Facebook, do they owe it to you? I mean, I guess it, it should be a free market thing. That now that you know that they share stuff, they spy. If you do pro-Trump stuff and posts, they they like to hide them and ban them. 
I guess you should say, well, then I'm not going to use them anymore. But yeah. like, where else do you go? If you want social media, I think in a few years, I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. And I could be wrong. I think people are getting close to the tipping point of social media saying I've had enough. Like I, I can live without this. I don't need to be aggravated by what strangers say about me. Pictures of food. That too. You know, it's just. Somebody else's kids you don't like. Yeah. You know what would be great? An app service like like Twitter. And you call it free for all. Well, you can go. You can't do things that are like you know, like you know, uh, you know, pro like uh, Trump or no, 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 like uh, uh, free. Uh, what was that? I forgot the word. Nudity. You, you can't do things that are just outright disgusting and dirty. Okay, but you can have your unadulterated opinion and call it free for all. That will make it in the uh, socialized society. What you're, you're used to, like the deep chat rooms of Reddit. Okay, <laughs> it's not the same thing. Or like bullets and boards back in the uh, yeah, not the same, 90s. not the same thing. So I want you to hear a little bit of this right here. Uh, this is a guy who is this is one of the uh, this I believe this is Parn is a Parnay Singh one of the Twitter guys. I forget his name. You'll see in a second. We'll hear in a second. And he talks about banning of people, banning people if they don't like what they're saying. Uh, listen to throw me up over there real quick. Listen to this. Here we go. Former content review agent Mo Narai, Mo Narai. shed some light. Let's say it was a pro-Trump thing, and I am anti-Trump. I was like, oh, I just I banned this whole account. I go to you, and then it's at your discretion. And if you're if you're anti-Trump, you're like, oh, you know what, Mo was right. Let it go. No. Did you hear about? It? If you are pro-Trump and I'm anti-Trump, and I'm like, let's ban this account because he just doesn't like what you stand for. I like I like Trump. Let's ban his account. They're doing that at Twitter. There's more. Throw me up. Twitter was to review content mm -hmm. flagged as harmful, offensive, or in violation of Twitter policy, and ban it if it was. Content review is an integral part of any Sarah, social media James platform. But as Narai describes, it is highly susceptible to abuse. On stuff like that, it was more discretion on your viewpoint. I guess your like how you felt about a particular matter. Oh, so it wasn't automated. It was no. No, it was a user and services person would yeah. deem it pro-Trump and, and take it down. Example, if it was, yeah, they said, oh, this is pro-Trump. You know, I don't want it because, you know, it offends me. That's that. I say, I ban this whole thing. And then it goes, goes over and you're like, oh, you know what? I don't like it too. You know what? I'm all right. Let's go. How many times have they let ISIS communicate through Twitter, though? Right? Well, they're anti-everything. Yeah. That's Okay. They literally were using their own discretion to do that. There's more to this. Shadow banning. Stephen Pierre, a Twitter engineer, explains shadow banning, saying it goes, it's going to ban a way of talking. So if anybody starts saying that Trump is really good and this is great and they don't like it, gone. Gone. A, Twitter, a former Twitter software engineer named Abhinav Vadrivu talked about shadow banning quote they just think that no one is engaging with their content when in reality no one is seeing it so it's not like it's going to show up and say you're banned they just can do something to your twitter account if you post it goes nowhere you think it does but no one else sees it maybe that's why bernie sanders never replies to me <laughs> seriously oh man alinda hassan a policy manager for twitter trust and safety said we're trying to take down rank we don't want bleeping uh, the S-word, crappy people, to show up, let's just say. They're working on a new program where certain people, the certain viewpoint, they can detect it. They can write stuff on Twitter, but it never shows up. 
It never shows up. Parnay Singh, a Twitter direct messaging engineer on machine learning algorithms, said you have like 5,000 keywords to describe a redneck. The majority of it are for Republicans. Yep. Awesome. Isn't that that nice? It's a propaganda machine. It seems to be. They only want one point of view out. They're all for free expression, right? One point of view is all they want out. Nothing else. Just that. You know what's funny about that? That Jack guy who created Twitter yep. did a commercial all back for uh, a drink company, and it was called, he was like, join the conversation. Jump right in. Apparently not. Unless you don't like it. Unless you don't then like you're it. you're out. Don't come yep. in. It's mm-hmm. our pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this video, and it's a 15-minute video. I'll put it on my page at KNST.com. This is, again, Project Veritas, which is run by James O'Keefe. They do the undercover stuff. They did the CNN and how they the whole Russia story was nothing. They do all this stuff, right? Uh, so in this video, there is a, um, a, a, a person working for Twitter. They said that uh, they let a lot of left-leaning or liberal stuff go through unchecked. The content reviewers would just let that go. Not a problem. The video uh, shows Twitter's machine uh, learning algorithms can classify users as Russian bots if their content is too conservative or pro-Trump and kick them off a platform. Yep. Uh, if it's too pro-Trump, too conservative, we consider it to be a Russian bot, and we kick it off. Isn't that just nice? They're trying to, they said, the girls said, we're trying to get the crappy people to not show up, meaning not show up on Twitter, because it just aggravates the snowflakes. I disagree with what they're saying. It bothers you. Yeah, we're trying to get them to not show up. We're working on that. They said we're working on that. Have you seen half the comments that people make about Donald Trump in general? Yep. Any other person who says something really slightly bad. conservative? They're really bad. Like almost the ones death threats. Threat. Yes, yes, I agree. You can turn it down. I don't want anything because there's some cursing in it. Right, I don't. I don't want right, people to, tough, tough. to. So I'll put that up on my page at knst.com. Wow. Yep. Uh, you could also see at knst.com on my page, and I put it on my Facebook page, facebook.com/slash Gary Lewis Radio. Uh, Harvey Weinstein getting slapped around like <laughs> disrespectful, backhanded slaps to his face at a Scottsdale restaurant. I don't think it's bad to say I like it. If anybody deserves it, it's Harvey Weinstein. I think the funny part is there's like a table of these old people sitting there eating, which is fine, but none of them notice. Like this guy <laughs> just got like slapped and they're all eating their dinner. Uh-huh. Whatever. Go there you go. It. Oh, man. That's, that's, uh, that's crazy. That? That's crazy. Uh, so anyway, we have that 880-KNST, 880-5670. Do you think that there's really an expectation of privacy? Like I go going in, I I, I assume that... If I'm flagged or something, like people on Facebook, the people that work there, and, and Twitter, they're going to read my stuff. It's like, you know, that's why you don't, you're not going to put naked pictures up there. You shouldn't do that. It's, somebody's going to see it. Somebody's going to do something with it. It's like when you, if you used to, like, drop off your film, if you took naked pictures and you'd go to, like, one of the Fuji mats or something like that, or get, get pictures developed, somebody's going to see it. Uh, and, and at the same time, it's their private business. Can't they decide who they want to talk and not to talk? It's not, you're only, you're only allowed free speech when it comes to the government. These are private companies. Anyway, I, it doesn't make it right. I'm just saying that, um, I'm just saying that I, I, I don't expect Twitter and Facebook to be honest. Let's just put it that way. Now they're going out of their way to make sure that they don't want people to be able to communicate if it's something that they don't like. And that's freaky. And that, by the way, Jack, at Jack is the Twitter handle, the guy that created Twitter. He is on record of saying that there is no censoring and stuff like that. So uh, he's full of it. 
He is full of it. But I don't, I just, you know, and you sit back and say, why doesn't a conservative guy create something like this? I gotcha. They even said that they, they said 90 or 99% of the people that work at Twitter are liberal. Uh, one guy is on record. It's in the video. He says, uh, you have to go to Google to find the conservative. And I'm like, wow, go to Google. Really? Okay. Uh, I'll put that video on my page at KNST.com. I'll share it on my Facebook page, even on Twitter. Why not? I'm surprised Twitter doesn't stop because people are sharing that video on Twitter. You don't know if they have or haven't. Well, now it's out there. Well, if I can see other people doing it, then it's not. Shadow banned. Do you think maybe that they could sweep the people they don't want, the, the undesirables, into a corner so it just goes between them, but it doesn't actually get oh, that's out? That's a good to the question. I bet you they could do anything they want like that. Yeah. The deplorables. There you go. All right. Yeah. Uh, you'll hear what Sarah Carter said about the um, the rush, fake Russian dossier coming up. Wait till you hear it in five. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.